Cheers to episode 142. And you're drinking that, Grant? What's going Cheers. on with you? Coffee. What's happening to you, Grant? I'm going to use the straw, too. Just right, right in your face. You know they say about guys that use straws. Keeps your teeth whiter. Nope, that's not what they say. <laughs> I am drinking Milo's Zero Cal, Zero Sugar, Sweet Tea. How do you spell that? M-I-L-O. Might be an A in there. I don't know. It's like a dog's name. It's fantastic. Nothing. Nothing again, Alex? I just walked in, changed my clothes, and sat down because you oh, guys wow. are on Never Eastern time and I'm on Central Milo's time. before. And Abby Eastern said that time. he could do the podcast at 3 o'clock today, so I felt like I needed to get going. That was, no, just like, saying, that was just like – Grant said what time he was available, and I was available. That was basically you saying like – you better do it right away when no, you can. Alex, you, you could have said like, hey, I'm not doing it until 8 o'clock. I want to get home and eat. I would have been totally fine with it. I mean, last week, Evan, you gave me a eye roll when I said I was still at work. So, you well, know, I can't really I was tell you. myself last week. This week, I got nothing. Alex, Evan's been sitting in that chair like this since 3 p.m. Since waiting 3. for you. <laughs> Did you have work today, Evan? Or like, what's going yeah, on? I had work this today. And morning and break morning starts. afternoon today. It lasts today. I yeah, no pretty much no tomorrow. one's working tomorrow. So I, I, I was given the option to work a half working. day from home. I'm working. I am working because some we as a group we have to keep America running. Yeah. Yep. Podcast late into the night. Wake up. Get after it. Yep. Um, what are we going to talk on today's show? The game. <laughs> Always wanted to say that. That was really good, Alex. Uh, we're going to talk about what we did in our last weeks in our lives. And then we have NFL Week 11 recap Lions versus the Bears. Living my food dream right now. Hot and spicy, and though. That's not great. Hot and spicy are only good for like a handful. I couldn't just uh, like binge eat those. Yeah, extra toasty or bust. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good stuff. And CAA Week Twelve recap: Michigan versus Ohio State game preview, and then miscellaneous some updates on the MSU coaching search. Butler played Michigan State. I was at the game. Thanksgiving. We gotta get into any food topics or what you're thankful for on the show. And then Pistons. They need to be. What about, about SOL? The Lions, you know. I did Lions versus Bears. You didn't mention that out loud. I didn't say SOL, but I said Lions versus Bears. No. There is one listener question I just got asked not that long ago. I'm going to put it in the show doc, just FYI. Perfect. And I also have, Evan, a – we kind of have a guest on the show. We don't. We do, but we don't. We have a text (laughs) from Wyatt offering some Bucknuts perspective in this weekend. So – Look forward to that little tease when we get into the game. <laughs> the game. <laughs> Alex, you should call this thing. Um, I could to do a better job than Gus Johnson. Uh, let's. I didn't even do the date. I'm just so I'm so into ball. It's yeah, Grant, Tuesday. you're kind of acting like a freak right now. It's November 
2023. It's 7.22 p.m., 6.22 p.m. Central mm-hmm. Time, and it's Feast Week. I would have asked that question anyway, Seven. It's Feast Week. Oh, yeah. You know. Feast Week. Feast Week. Um, just on that topic. I don't know if you guys have seen the Maui Invitational field. I know most people don't care about November College basketball, but it is loaded. What a field. Big Maybe games the best tonight. ever. Really? I want to see Dalton Connect play again because people are just – Dude, he's good. Over him all over social media every day. Dude, he's really good. He's really good. I was very impressed with him in a scrimmage. And you know how it is when you're a white guy playing high-level D1 yeah. basketball. You really got to prove When it. you're cramming on people as a <laughs> white dude, that's even more surprising. Speaking of crams, we'll get to that. The dunk. The dunk. <laughs> the, game. the game and the dunk. The dunk. What? what a podcast. And the, the podcast. catch from Montori Foster. We probably won't talk about that game oh, too much. But. That's, that might have been the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the catch. Um Alex, you start us off with what happened to you since Monday, November 13th. Mm. Pretty bad week. Pretty bad week. Well, Alex, uh, before you say anything, I was live when, when G received the phone call. Did you, could you hear me? No, I couldn't hear a single word that you said. No. Blazing up in F-bombs. I was very angry. What's the off the record of that? Oh. That's not off the record. I'm getting to it. Oh. So uh, Monday, pretty – we talked on Monday. So Tuesday morning, uh, get to work about 10 a.m. They're like, hey, the water isn't working. Apparently, like water outages in Texas happens all the time. It seems ridiculous because I've never had it happen to me in my life, and this is the third time it's happened at work, where like the water just straight up doesn't work, so you can't go to the bathroom, basically. Or like no sinks work. Correct. Like the water just doesn't come out. So that's at like 10 a.m. I'm like, ah, I'll try to hold out till lunch. I don't have to pee too bad. 12:30 hits. I'm like, all right, lunch time. I usually go home for lunch, so went home for lunch. Uh, I was planning on just staying at home at that point, working at home the rest of the day. About 12.45, I get an email that we're good to come back into the office if we'd like. All clear. I don't, I don't work that well from home, so I was like, ah, I will. I live like five minutes away. I'll just go back. Shouldn't have went back because then when I exited the building at 5.30 p.m. sharp because I had to go watch Michigan State play Duke at 6.00. So I had to I had to get out of there right on time. <laughs> Walk Watch out. It, Evan. I'm, I'm walking. So our staircase, uh, like when you park in the parking lot, and you walk in the building. There's a staircase. I'm on the top floor, so it's like all glass staircase. <laughs> yeah, Evan. we got it. It's an all glass staircase. So all glass staircase. That's wild. So let's so, stop there. That's so wild. You're, yeah, so you're walking. So when you're walking in the stairs, you can see out into the parking lot. So I come out of my office area into the stairwell, and I look outside, and there's four people standing around my car. Oh my god, no, that can't be good. Dirty Mike and the boys. That's no, like people at work, there, standing around, and I'm like, oh, 
this can't be good. I get outside and no one says anything to me. I'm like just walking towards them and they're all like kind of like looking down. I'm like, oh God, something bad happened. And they're like, is this is this your car? I'm like, yeah. Like, someone broke into it. And then just like <laughs> I'm like <laughs> like my reaction was so probably so like underwhelming. I was you know just that? like <laughs> You know that video of the girl in the green jacket when Trump won the election? She dropped to her knees screaming. <laughs> I'm like, what if that was you? No. <laughs> that would have oh, been so funny. That is probably the complete opposite of how I reacted. I literally was just like, ah, that sucks. And they're like all just like standing there awkwardly, like waiting for me to like do something. And I was literally like just gonna get in my car and drive home because like I was, I was like I gotta watch the game. Champions well, classic. Like what else yeah. am I gonna do? Like just sit here. And they're like, "Are you gonna do anything?" And I literally looked at him. I was like, "What do you guys want me to do?" They're like, well, "Call the police." I'm like, "Well, there's clearly no person here. So like, unless one of you guys did it, this is kind of a waste." <laughs> And they're like, well, did they steal anything? And I'm like, no, I don't have anything in my car. And they're like, well, and they're just all awkwardly just standing there, like looking at me for this is goes on for like two minutes. So I'm just like <laughs> assessing the damage and they're just like watching me do it. I'm like, they wanted tears. I'm like, yeah, you guys don't have to stick around. You can go home. Like all good here. <laughs> and they're like, well, we really think you should like go inside and tell someone. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go and tell, tell someone. So go tell, uh, uh, like people that sit in my area. One of them, like uh, our lawyer, sits in sits by me. Nice. I just casually mentioned it. They were like, "Yeah, you can. Uh, you file a non. You have to call the non-violent or non-life threatening police line. Life alert. No, this is life threatening. Is... You have a game to watch. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> It's so, place in 30 minutes. I called it and it just like had a bunch of prompts. You had to like go through them and I just keep getting redirected around. So I was like, I'm not doing this. So I just uh, took a picture, got in my car, just drove with my broken out window, uh, driver's side, back seat window. So uh, just also, yeah. can we talk about the, the worst window to smash? I'm not sure the logistics. Of yeah, that. they crawled through that window and then up to my front seat, opened my glove box, didn't didn't find anything they liked, Thanks and then crawled sense. back out. This is zero sense. And then because my car was locked still, so they didn't even like bother to unlock it and like, which they could have done because my horn, as mentioned previously, doesn't work. So it wouldn't have even gone off. They don't listen. They would have known. But so yeah, pretty stupid. Drove home. Luckily in Texas, it's pretty warm. If this happened in twenty degree weather, it might have been a chilly drive. Do you think it was a blue wall member who found out where you work and has? Well, I'm still investigating. <laughs> still investigating. They it was stallions. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. You know, he heard me bashing him. It was probably. Uh, it was probably. Uh... Alavila or somebody in the Tigers organization, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decent chance. But apparently um, this doesn't happen. And so we moved to this new building in July. So before I started, uh, first time this has happened. Great. Great news. Um, the theory around work is that 
due to the fact that I drive a truck and I might be one of like two people maybe that drive trucks in at oh, work. The hell's wrong with uh, They think because I have a truck that criminals assume that I'm you. like a badass and that I have a gun in my glove box. And so they mm. broke into my car to try to get the gun, which I didn't have a gun. Maybe I should. Yet. Maybe. Maybe I should get a yeah. different car and have a gun in that car. A CDL. Yeah. Like a beetle or a bug. No. Slug bug. Um, anyway, so I get home. I'm like, I probably need to call the police line again. So I do that. And then this, this officer finally answers. Oh, I ended up just calling straight up 911 because it was not working. And I was like, hey, I don't mean to like – there's nothing life-threatening going on. Don't need anybody to come out here. Just need to report a crime. That's all. And they're like, did you call the other line? I'm like, yep, didn't work. So here I am. <laughs> so then this officer calls me like right at the point where Michigan State in the second half had hit a, the Tyson Walker little stretch where we get within three points. She called me right in the middle of that. So it was just terrible. Time. Zero feel for the moment. She's sitting there. She's like, so you're at your apartment and someone broke in there. I'm like, nope, happened at work. Like I told the other lady, blah, blah, blah. She basically told me like, what do you want me to do about it? She didn't care. <laughs> she didn't care at all. Uh, which is fine. All good. So then the next morning I had, I uh, found a uh, glass repair shop. Oh, I found it the night before online. I texted it to like get a quote. And at like mm-hmm. 7 a.m., they texted me and we're like, Hell yeah. 9 a.m., 285. I'm like, what? They're like 9 a.m., 285 bucks. Done in 40 minutes. I was like, all right, see you then. So I went there. They didn't have much of a waiting area. The lady was just like, yeah, there's a coffee shop next door. Go have a drink. See you in an hour. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I went to the coffee shop, just sat there for an hour. Wasn't too bad. Actually, a decent Wednesday morning. Subaru of Ann Arbor could take some notes. Yes. You Thank that? you, Grant. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Thank you. So all fixed and back back in the office by 10.30 a.m. on Wednesday as if nothing happened. But yeah, not great. Not great. So I, I'm considering downsizing vehicles. But not a question I'll, for you. Realistically, I probably won't. Mm. Not a question for you. Yeah. When you left work Wednesday evening, did, was there a small hope of you? They're like, please don't happen again. What do you mean? Like, there's a small part of you. Where, like, as you were walking down the glass staircase, you were just like, oh, God, please don't make it happen oh, again. Man. Oh, yeah. Like, every, like, five minutes, I was thinking about it. Like, I would go <laughs> to the, the drinking fountain, I'd look out and be like, all right, just making sure. <laughs> just making sure. I parked in Are the same spot find- the next day, too. <laughs> Oh, are you trying to find a new parking spot where you can see it from your desk? Is that possible? Impossible. Unless I park oh. on the street on the other side of the building, which what? would be, I'd get a ticket or towed. No. Not uh, what if you set up a wild game camera? Yeah. There's cameras in the parking lot. Did we catch these people? Did, Come on, let's go. Let's let's dig deep on this investigation. Fun Talk fact, our security, head of security guy, I don't know if this is on the is record top or of off it? the record. This could be He's off. from Detroit. I uh, I met him. He was wearing a Michigan polo. And I met Ugh. He ain't this help you. ties back. To but he told me he's, he likes Michigan State a lot, too. So he's one of those no. guys. No, he's mm. fake then. He just loves the state of Michigan. So, yeah, now I have to serve a six-month term on the safety committee. Nice. 
Um, other than Do you get that, a, like, neon vest for that, like a crossing guard, or like the little uh, the. I honestly don't clue what you have to do for it. I have no With idea. With the belt, in, what's safety that patrol, safety patrol, safety patrol at Hare Park. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> you want to talk about adult safety patrol. <laughs> <laughs> you clip that. You clip that thing on. Look out. Um. So that was my Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I was so scared to take down the flag because I never wanted to like disrespect the American flag. I never wanted to do that job. I hated that. <laughs> like I said. Like I said. She did, dude. I remember it vividly. It's super Alex, you wore an you wore an Aeropostle shirt for a picture day in eighth grade. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, you it's did. Fucking embarrassing. I saw I it today. Where were you? If you go to if you just go to the Tennessee <laughs> District Library, you can look up old yearbooks and you can also look up old middle school yearbooks and it's basically our prime time that we're in middle school and high school. Nice. Good for us. Good for me wearing an air apostle tee. Bring those back. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's gritty. Um what did I do the rest of the week? Friday was the first time I watched a Michigan State basketball game start to finish this year, so that was nice. Since Tuesday got ruined for me. Hmm. Didn't see the first half of that game, by the way, due to all this. And then uh, Saturday was like all-time veg day. Did not do anything at all. It's like, you know, I've had a bad week. I'm not going to leave this couch. I didn't. I watched football all day long. It was great. Hell yeah. Then Sunday, I just tried to be, you know, back to normal productive. And I watched a dude bench uh, nearly 400 pounds yesterday. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And he, like, did it. So he had three 45s and then three 45s. Three 45s plus the bar is 45. So six 45s plus 45 plus he had three 10s on each side. So, like, he was, didn't even have any room to put any more weight on it because he was using three tents instead of like a 25 and a five. Not sure. He's looking around for people to like get a spot. 75. He's looking for a spot. He looks at me. I just instantly look away because like I am not. <laughs> sorry, buddy. Like, buddy, I am not your guy for this. Like, I can't. You pulled up, you pulled up the video of uh, your, your benching fiasco and said, I am not that guy. It was literally like not the if guy he does this. ask me – I'm not going to be able to like pull that up. You're not like, needing no. to pull it up. You just help him raise. You help him raise. Yeah, up. but like if it goes south, like what am I going to yeah. do? Yeah, like, I just I just looked away. I was like, I am not your guy, man. I am not your guy. <laughs> so he finds this other like big, big large dude, and this this dude spotting was like the most casual dude ever. He had one hand out, other hand in his pocket, just watching. Dude just repped out two of them. Pretty wild. Wow. And then he just like was kind of looking around for approval and I was I was looking to give him some. I was like, yeah, that was cool. That was you clap? No, I didn't. It's a very busy gym. Normalized clapping nice. when someone PRs like that. Another guy at the gym yesterday, uh looked like David Montgomery. Like spitting image of David Montgomery. Arms were ginormous. He had an Alabama tattoo with number twenty five. That's why I asked you guys that. So, Grant, your answer was useless. Thank you for that. 
I looked up a Bleacher Report article, and I, yeah, that guy played in like. I didn't like need him to be six. good. I just need like some guy that wore twenty five in Alabama that's not in the NFL, clearly, because he wouldn't be at LA Fitness. But he was uh, headphones on and rapping his very inappropriate lyrics out loud, just for the whole gym. Oh, I like year. that. I do yeah. like that move. That's pretty cool. Dude was just grinding. So yeah, it was an interesting week. And then the last thing that happened to me that was pretty disappointing. I went to Chipotle yesterday. After the gym, I was like, I'm not going to grocery shop for three days of being here. That seems stupid. So I go to Chipotle. Guy in front of me. Everything. Guy in front of me is like your classic nine to five guy. Like, just like hates the world. Like, hates his job. Probably hates his wife. Doesn't oh. like his kids. Oh. Gets up. He's like, bull. Like, she's like, what do you want? He's like, bull. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. She uh she's going and then she, she she grabs the ball, she looks at him, she says, No rice. We don't have any rice right now oh, for thirty out. minutes. And I'll the dude goes, out. that turns around and just marches out. I would have said the same thing. I was like, dude, you could be a little nicer. <laughs> like this girl, this like she's like nineteen. <laughs> this dude's just like that <laughs> just turned around marched out so i i get up there i didn't really understand that there was no rice i didn't really hear what she said so i get up there i'm like bull please she's like oh we don't have a rice I'm like, oh that's why that guy freaked out so i i left as well and uh i'm walking over there's a pokey works right next door this dude is pokey in there works it <laughs> walked right over there. What if they didn't have rice? <laughs> Dude, he was he was so mean to the workers there. They're like, what do you want? Tuna salmon. Now. Just like <laughs> absolute douche. Like the whole time. Anything else? No. Took his thing and left. I was like, God, dude, if I ever become that miserable, shoot me. You're three more uh, break-ins to your car away. And then that's you. No, if uh, my car gets broken into again, I'm selling it and buying an Audi. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be sick. Because that's not appealing at all for people to think you have money yes. inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they won't think I have a gun. Let's see. Sorry, we did a podcast on Monday. Tuesday took the adventure up to the greatest land in Michigan, in Kingsley. For the final um, time. The final time, the last hunting trip on the Kingsley property no, ever. I confirmed no, that official. this weekend. Yeah. Oh. Um, there was actually the most I've ever seen in my life or heard in my life, Alex. Like, over the last, like, what, how many years have been going? Five years? Five, I six got years? a memory today that you were, I had a picture of you four years ago, so at least four. Yeah, but I it's because you fidget, Evan. I, I don't fidget. <laughs> Everybody else sees deer. You know. The second or third year, there were zero deer out there. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Sometimes, yeah. the most deer. Usually, there's not um, many. Worst possible luck uh, on Wednesday morning, first day of gun season. Um, I'm sitting there, sitting in front of the podcast, Cody with a K's tree stand. That thing was too comfortable to sit in. You fell asleep. Too comfortable. I kept myself awake the first morning. Um, so it's around 9 o'clock. Boom, gunshots are going off left and right. And one was super close. Mark shot at 80. Oh, yeah, he missed. 
Yep, nine thirty rolls around. I see Lou passing, thinking, okay, we, you know, Lou's gonna go check out. Lou's gonna go check out, help Mark see if the deer's there or whatever. So I get down because I'm responsible for the four wheeler. I'm just hanging out with the four wheeler. We're on the way to the four wheeler. I jump a doe. So because you fidget because you couldn't wait twenty more minutes. I was seven. walking. Okay, whatever. So you waited thirty more minutes just in case they needed the four wheeler. Okay, so I'm sitting at the four wheeler waiting around for a while. And I was like, ah, they don't need me. It's about it's after ten now. It's like ten fifteen. I was like, I'm just gonna start this bad boy up and leave. So I got on it, started leaving. So I'm driving past where the tree sand. There's a little trail that the tree sand sits on. I turn and look. There is a buck staring at me while I'm driving <laughs> the four wheeler. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. It's literally just staring at me. As soon as I raise my arms to reach for my gun, it darts away. Oh. That's yep. why you need like a throwing knife. Or <laughs> you just get off the four wheeler and hunt it down. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. Chase it down with the four wheeler. Um So that was the closest encounter. I saw another I saw a spike. Imagine and if you would have waited thirty more minutes. Correct. I would have had Might a have killed your first year. full of venison. Yeah, I know. Um, so, but the hunting trip all in all was always fun. Great time. Um, hilariously fun. I think the weather was too nice for some people. That was my whole week and weekend because I was gone for basically got back and I actually and I got to sit down and enjoy Sunday football. Um, other than that, that was it. Basketball season is in full swing. Um, first games a week from today. First One game a week from, from today. today. Today's Tuesday. One I'll week from today on the 28th. All those Thanksgiving basketball practices like around there are such a joke. That sucks. Yeah. Hey, guy sees a Friday week early. morning basketball practice. Getting nothing accomplished. Yeah, just getting nothing accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, that has probably been the highlight of my week. Well, Evan, nice. I have a question. How's uh, I have an answer. Living away from your parentals now, how's that going? Um, it's I've been so busy, and my roommate Ben has been kind of busy. He was in LA, I was home. He was home, I was up north. Have you guys even so. talked to each other yet? Yes. <laughs> like you guys see each other? Yes. I'm just. I mean, it seems like you guys are never there at the same time. Like, did you watch football together Sunday? No. He went over to his parents' house. So, yeah, not much interaction between the two of you. Do you guys share food? Uh, you had any berries sh- incidents? Berries incidents? Grant <laughs> had a very infamous berries incident once. We haven't shared any food yet. Well, we haven't. But I've barely been home. I think I've ate, like... Do you use his condiments? Uh, I did. I did today. I used his mustard and ketchup. Yep. <laughs> we share coffee. We share the same coffee grounds. Do you guys like make Shirts. a pot and then you guys just both take from it, or like how's that yes, work? Correct. Share a toothbrush. Share a bed. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't funny, Alex. It was. Uh, other than that, that's the highlight. Enjoying the new living quarters. I can tell you that. Nice. My week uh, was heavy. It revolves around Christmas, I would say. Gross, dude. 
the good theme. I know. It's Thanksgiving. I I hate people that do that. And overall, now that I've done both sides, I definitely prefer waiting until after Thanksgiving. The one stipulation that I can say I kind of understand why Marissa wanted to get them up now because we're going away for Thanksgiving. So by the time you get back, you know, you, you just had a long trip. You're getting back into the work week. You're not really thinking about decorating. You don't really want to do it the next weekend. It's like Big Ten Championship weekend. Got a company holiday party. So we just shopped for Christmas decorations this weekend. Hung most of them up. You can actually see two of them behind me. Now that I look, there's that tree. I can't see. There's a little gnome. I hate that gnome. I don't like that gnome. I'm very peculiar about my Christmas decorations. So I was calling some shots. About everything, actually, I'm sure. I was like, you know, if I'm going to give in to this and we're going to decorate, we're going to do it right, I'm going to at least <laughs> make my opinion heard, you know? And I can be swayed both ways. I was like, I'm going to voice my opinion. I wanted to. I still think this would be sweet. You guys have both seen uh, the apartment. Right when you walk in, if you remember the big, like the landing there, the chandelier or the light, the hanging light fixture above, yep. there's a inflatable like Grinch thing that um it's like him looks like he's holding onto a rope and he's got like three presents holding on like he's stealing presents i want to hang that i want to buy it, on the, on the it from the light so like you walk in and the grinch is like stealing presents right when you enter the apartment that all got shot it. down no I'm that got shot it. down nope. but i'm gonna keep pushing i'm gonna keep here. pushing you got one vote here and you might run into it when you walk I'm in for but they could be cool you know I think it would be cool. How many visitors are you guys getting? Come on. I mean, not not a ton. And if they are, it's not like people, friends and family. Like, who cares what they think? I mean, they're <laughs> going to still love us no matter what. So Never loved you I say we do it. Right. Um, Christmas tree, we still got to get that. The one we tried oh. to pick out was oh. uh, sold out Great everywhere. So, yeah. Real or fake? It's going to be fake. It's going to be fake. Just get one on Amazon, dude. I'm a re- I've always been real. Like my parents would always we'd go to um the place that starts with a B and Adrian Barrett's 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 yeah we'd go there get a tree we're a fake family um, but in an apartment with like the carpet and just cleaning and and all that stuff just gonna do fake we had a real tree in my first like few years of childhood fake tree so much better so much easier looks so much better. It- Easier. There is something though with the real, like it, it smells just, nice. There's some night, yeah, it smells nice, and there's like a vibe it gives off. Like having the living tree in the middle of your living room is kind of a cool thing. Kind like of it, ridiculous it, if you really it's, think it's about fresh. It. Let's put a yeah. live tree in our living room <laughs> for yeah. a fake holiday about a Santa Claus that doesn't exist. Yeah. And then, oh, spoilers! Sorry, <laughs> kitties. Sorry, Jason. No. I know he didn't know. <laughs> um, went downtown Rochester yesterday. We had some visitors. Speaking of visitors, we went out to get dinner in downtown Rochester. Downtown Rochester, it was the first night of their massive Christmas light show. Starts November 20th, runs to like after New Year's for a little bit. It's insane. If anyone's never heard of it, look it up. They shut down the entire main street. Every single like small business has lights lights draped over the front of it, and they're all just like lit up different colors. It is super bright, super cool. 
but it was a zoo down there because it was the first night. It's just a lot of people. It was fun, though. I enjoyed seeing it. We actually got into a restaurant, didn't have to wait too long, which was nice. Um, there was a funny interaction, though. Funny, weird interaction, uh, confrontation going to the restaurant. So we put in our name at a restaurant. They said it'd be an hour wait. It was not an hour wait. We went to a couple other shops down there that were open, walking around, just wasting time. And then like 20 minutes later, they call us, all right, your reservation. So we're walking back to the restaurant and Trisha is in the front of the pack. She's walking pretty fast, getting back to the restaurant. I'm, I'm, I don't know, five yards, 10 yards behind walking. And I just yell out like as a joke, like Trisha, they just gave your reservation away, like messing with her. Cause she's walking super fast. Like she's panicking that they're going to take it away. Cause it's like a five minute walk. And then walk. they did. No, and then there was a guy, a grown-ass grandpa standing, like, next to her, like, walking alongside her. And he just turns around and goes, you shut your mouth. Like, you shut your face. And, like, he points his, like, yeah, his, like, big finger. He's like, they're not taking my reservation away. Like, I don't know if he thought I said his name or what, but I said Trisha very clearly, like, loud. And he thought I was talking. He had a shut your face. It was like you shut your mouth, like wagging his old. Like, but he was friendly. It was like a friendly vibe. They came he, off that like friendly tone. Joking. Well, he had a re- he did have a reservation at the same restaurant we were walking to. So he was thinking Don't about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered. I always leave the freaking oven on, dude. I always leave it on. Oh. That's actually not um, a red that's flag. A red flag. No, it's, yeah. It is a bad, just, bad, just bad, clean bad, it bad out. flag. <laughs> Hope Ben's not listening. <laughs> um, anyways, so then we're, I'm just he, – he didn't go. He just walked with me the rest of the way to the restaurant. So we're just chatting it up. And he, I don't know what his pro- – like – to this day is one of the more baffling things I've ever been a part of. Like he thought I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, we have a reservation too. He's like, yeah, so do we. And I was like, okay. Like I was talking to the lady that I like this in my group, but we ended up getting to the restaurant. Uh, it was good. And then went to East Lansing, caught up with some people game aside. Nice to see Cody. Nice to see Paige. Got a drink at the Jolly Pumpkin post game, you know, debriefed about what we had just watched in the Breslin Center. Saw Jason, peed next to Jason. Saw Colby doing his job. Um, Not very well. Wave, wave to Connor in the student section. And then that's pretty much it. So that was my week. We'll get into, I was going to say, we're, we can talk a tiny bit about the basketball game later, but to start the show with sports, let's talk about... The Brass Spittoon yeah. is back and he's slancing. I'm oh, sure that's yeah. what people want to talk about, Grant. NFL Week uh, 11. Boo. I left this week. I don't think it was a crazy week by any means. The week before with the five field goals to end the games was crazier. This week it seemed like for the most part, the... Better teams won. My question for you guys, um, maybe because it happened Monday night is why it's stuck in my brain, is who is going to beat Philadelphia and help us get the one seed? Because they keep pulling these games out of their butt. What's the rest of their schedule? Don't they have a 49ers coming up or something like that? They have a really tough schedule, Evan. 
And that's why I keep thinking well, we we're said that be a couple okay. weeks ago, thinking they'd lose to the Chiefs, and they didn't. No, they beat the Cowboys by five. They beat the Chiefs by four. They play the Bills this week. They play the 49ers the week after. They're at the Cowboys, then at the Seahawks, and they just might win all those games somehow by three points. They're going to win. They're going to lose to the Niners. They're going to lose to Dallas. They're going to win the rest. Okay. So they'd be at three losses. So we have to win out. You're telling me we went 14 and three in the regular season? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't see it happening. I'm going to put the one seed percentage at uh, 30%. I do like our like a loss, a lot Evan. more than theirs. Who are they losing to? The no winner last Dallas. three. Dallas stinks. They don't stink, Evan. At Dallas. Oh, Sunday hey, night, do you though? know that Monday Night Football is now flexible this year? Yes. Starting this yeah. week. FYI. Do you know our Saturday game against the Cowboys is technically Monday Night Football? Yes. yes. Awesome. It's the last one Saturday. Oh, my Kind of sucks, actually. I wish it was on actual. We're going to go in. Saturday night. So the Eagles are a problem. That's really my main takeaway from the NFL. I mean, this That'd be a summer is a really, problem. Is he on the Eagles? Activated on the active squad last night or couldn't, Monday. Couldn't tell you a single fact about that guy post-Michigan State, as it should be. Oh, I guess the Vikings' loss was a huge one in terms of our morale. Going to five losses for them was really big for us. And if that's you were ever worried won. about it. Nobody watched that Sunday night football game. I watched it, Evan. I did. I'm one. I didn't. I watched the second half. I didn't watch the full. Like I didn't watch start to finish. I don't, of it. I don't watch many football games start to finish. I watch about really zero do. besides my own team. I don't think anyone. Well, I watched really. the Beavs and the the Huskies. I watched that game start to finish. Just start to finish. Huskies. Yeah. Start to finish. Wow. I mean, I flipped a little bit just to catch up on the other <laughs> games, but like that that game never left the television. Quad box. Also, Alex, have you ever done this with the YouTube yes. TV? Like it, the catch up through key plays that I don't know what constitutes a key plays. I've done that before and you just don't get a good feel for the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I've used it. It's it's garbage. It's just we basketball is better. They they choose decent ones for that. But what is that noise? I don't know. Evan, are you munching something? What are you I doing with your fingers? fingers? Just, oh, I'm not yeah. doing anything with my fingers. It was my whatever just fell out of your hands. Nothing fell out of my hand. It's I just beard. saw something fall down. There's nothing. Let <laughs> in me go front of you. It, it was in front of you. I swear to God, I saw something fall. Scratching my beard? Like it was just it was like a JFK file. A crab rangoon fell out of your beard then because I saw it. Wind it back. There's nothing in my beard. I think it was just the speakers. We will. I, Grant, please, when you're going back and doing that. Like I need a slow motion slow video mode. of whatever was dropping and a half in to front. Forty-four minutes. Nothing fell up. Dude, I Are saw. You sure the oven's off. Are your headphones still in your ears? Yes, I turned them sideways. Does it sound worse or bad? No, you sound fine. You were just touching something with your hands. I could see it. It was rubbing up against my beard. That's what it was. So I moved them. <laughs> Put your hands down. I'm going to put them back exactly how they were, and it's going to bug the shit out of you when I start moving around. Can't hear a thing. Lions. My hands were right bears. here when you said, What is that noise? And I moved up to. <laughs> we'll watch the tape. You know how we talked about that progressive commercial where they throw the challenge flag? We're actually going to see. We're going to see. I'm throwing. <laughs> um, Lions, Bears, our team. 
Great win. Do Never you, doubt. It's always good. I to, actually you know, was out rival. for a while. I went back and deleted a text message in our group chat just so I wouldn't be called out for it. You went back um, and deleted it? I deleted a text message in our group chat. That way I wouldn't be called out or screenshotted by you. One where you it's said, funny, it's you, over. It's funny you said that, Evan, because I was scrolling back through because there was a lot of text on Sunday. And I was like, oh, I felt kind of bad. Evan said this game was over too. And I didn't say terrible take to him. I just said it to Cody and Wyatt. So I should have retroactively done. I didn't forget Evan about what Evan well. said. I deleted it. As soon as we won, I went back and I was like, delete this conversation. Delete that message. Um, but well, we can still pull that. <laughs> We can still see. Yeah, it. we probably still have it. I we might. I'll look right now. I'm gonna tweet it if I have. So it. if I delete a message, it's just I delete it from myself. Not yes, looking at probably. it. Probably. It should delete sure. from the whole conversation. Everybody can't see it. Oh, uh, I sorted. I know. I think I know what you said, Evan, because I remember seeing. I remember it. seeing. I it. said ball game. Period. L. That's right. I just typed an L, but there's too many L's, so I'm gonna try ball game. It's a ball game or it's over. Ball game L found it. No, I deleted it. It's not gone, Evan. It's right there. Right after Wilkins roller coaster. (laughs) What is the Yep, I see it now. What is the purpose of deleting a text message just so I don't have to see it? No, it should be deleted from the whole conversation from everybody. That's asinine. Apple's I'm the record is set straight now. (laughs) All right. Um Let's see what else. Uh, oh, okay. So they were spitting off some facts, and I was thinking about this game. They said seventy percent of the games in the NFL are one possession games, either this year. I think I believe it's like this year's stat only. And also, it's like the in division. Grant, you always talk about this. How like division opponents are just so much harder to beat because you play them twice. And I'm always the opponent of like, no, there's no way. It's like, come on, just the better teams always have to win. But you know, it just made me realize, hey, a win's a win no matter how ugly it was for most of the time, and you played like shit, but you still won. You played well for, I don't know, probably 25% of the game, and the rest of the 75% of the game, you played like shit. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm saying I just appreciate the win. I'm not I'm not going to be a hater on the, how well we, like, the overall. You are being a hater, though, Evan. Because during the game, because when you're down 12 with under four minutes left, you're supposed to lose that game, and the Bears bears it, and two Some runs up the middle, stuff, stuff, and then we're going to chuck it deep to a guy that we've never heard of. Some of us have never, never gave up. And you should try yeah. it. Winning does fix everything. Because I, I also break I also down is my question. Could have cared less that day because I was really focused on C.D. Lamb catching one more pass. I was did really that hit? focused. I meant to on ask you. It did not hit. Grant Plan was one catch short of two hundred and sixty-four dollars. That sucks. <sighs> yep. I'm sorry, Evan. At least the Lions won. So what are the what are the? I know the Chargers. So we kind of had two two similar games. The Chargers was less uh, doomsday. I think is the Bears because it we got out to an early lead. Like if you just grab a lead early. Um, or have some control, you feel like it's a better outcome. And we asked, like, are you celebrating the win or worried more about future things? I asked that same question again after this game. Evan, you kind of said you're enjoying the win. Alex, do you have any big worries after almost losing to the Bears? You're chalking it up to division opponent, Justin Fields, mobile quarterback. Like, what are your thoughts here? 
Um, we can't stop mobile quarterbacks. It's pretty obvious. Um, spin zone. Offense seems to be able to do what it needs to do to win games. So I'm not worried. I'm not. I didn't learn anything new, if that's what we're wondering. Um, I guess the obvious question then from the game is, uh, are we looking at this as an outlier golf game or are there any any nerves going forward? Well, let's just talk about talk through his interceptions. The first one, Laporta ran into dude. So also, could that not be a case for a defensive pass interference? Because I thought about that later in the game. Was it within five? Illegal contact. It was not within five. He was not making a play on the ball. We got a ton of cheap penalties, and I was just like between the Chargers and this, and I was like. I mean, he ran into a guy. It's not Laporte's fault. A guy ran into him while he was running his round. I was like, could have used a PI there. So, but yeah, you're, you're to your point, Alex. First pick, that one. Uh, what was the second pick? Second one was the worst pick he's ever had. He the one to Edmonds. Sh- shoulders were square, feet were square, off his back foot, and threw it late back into traffic. Third one was deflected at the line. Third one was okay. So, second one, shitty. Third one, deflected. Fourth second one, one was shitty, shitty. No, there was not a fourth one. But the fourth, the fourth near throw, one that should have been. That was been the worst of everything. That was the that worst That was when throw. I was like, yeah. But <laughs> Decision throw like that. But I was like, oh, my God. If you look at Goff's last two drives, dot to J-Mo, Tutty, and then, you know, precision drive to win the football game. And he never looked rattled. Like most quarterbacks that go throw three picks – they don't have the stones to have two huge touchdown drives back to back after playing like dog shit all game. So worried? No, that's my quarterback. I and wasn't I- worried too bad, Alex. Before you finish your thought, I wasn't worried too bad. Like you said, the first one, whatever. Second, and third ones, I was kind of pissed at. Um, but like, it's not like he we waited. But like the first end of the first half, he went right down the field and scored too. We had to lead at halftime. He had good moments mixed in with his bad. The throw to Monra for that touchdown was high level too. Yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is it is very interesting to watch how fast our fan base is able to turn on Jared Goff like within like 20 seconds. <laughs> it's just insane. Like the amount of text about how, how bad Goff is, I, I Goff also, stinks. We'll never go anywhere with Jared Goff as their quarterback. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, I also think Alex, quarterbacks have bad point, games I, too. Jalen Hurts threw three picks against the Jets. Happens. Josh Allen threw two picks against the Jets in the first game. I also think, to your point, Alex, I think how well golf has played. I think we come too accustomed to it, where like he's not throwing interceptions that often, and when he does throw interceptions, we think the sky's falling. Yeah, like he threw the pick against the Raiders. Like we are, oh, we Jared Goff's bad again. Honestly, not used to him throwing an interception ever. For there for a longest stretch. And then he threw the pick six that cost us a Seahawks game, and we blamed him for that. And then anytime he throws an interception, to your point, Alex, the Lions fans instantly start pointing at, like, he's not the answer. Which is ridiculous. Excuse my French, Correct. but, like, dude. But there's still a lot of SOL fans out there that are making things just so much worse. Than because we have Goff. Look at a third to two-thirds of the NFL right now who their starting quarterbacks are. And the dumpster fire that they, those those teams have of rotating quarterbacks in. It doesn't help that um, you can just say Jared off to roast him. 
that that's unfortunate for his last name because I saw that a few times and it made me chuckle. I was like, oh, it's, it's low hanging fruit, but it made me laugh when people just say Jared off. I don't appreciate it when Jared gets slandered. No, you shouldn't. You know, well, you should. He's my guy. You, Alex, what you need to do is start a burner Twitter account and just start clipping and sending other premier quarterbacks throwing bad picks, and then boom. Or just show them all the great solved. plays that Jared's made this year, and he's like a humongous reason why we're eight two. So like, or that. Um, it's not my fault. To your point, no ball. To your point, Alex, this is a question I had in my brain after this game, and I'm guilty of it myself. We do it a lot in fantasy football as a bit. I'm guilty of doing it this weekend. But like, what is it about our society and psychologically where large chunks of fan bases all over the country, this is not just Lions specific. This is, this happens for the Vikings. This happens for the Packers. This happens for the Bears. This happens to fantasy football. This happens for Michigan. This happens for Ohio State where everyone, a lot, not everyone, a large chunk of fan bases, maybe, maybe it's just the vocal minority on Twitter, but they rush to pronounce games are over. Like everyone wants to be the first one to say this game is done. Dude, I, like, I actually it's, hate it. It's so it's ridiculous. So con- it's so counterintuitive to like being a fan. Like if you if you truly were like a fanatic, wouldn't you be in denial that your team is like, no, we can't lose. There's still time on the clock. We can pull this out. Where it seems like our society has gotten to the point where it's like everyone wants to pat on the back for being the first person to say we lost. It's kind of a wild trend I've noticed. I don't know if it was always like that. Like it I remember is. being a kid, like like a little kid, I would always think Michigan could come back and like beat Vince Young in the Rose Bowl and being devastated when they lose. I was never like, oh, we lost, we suck. But somehow now, maybe it's Twitter. Maybe that's just the answer. Everyone's like, nope, game over. I've seen enough. It's like, and you can talk about reverse jinxes and whatnot, but it's more than that. It's it's, it's not. Huge it's, it's, it's not that. jinx. I can I tell think you right has now, something. People do don't do that every week. Gambling, like, okay, I'm open to I that theory. Gambling, so if like you bet like the Lions were whatever eight point seven and a half point favorites this weekend, you saying that it's over just psychologically is telling you to get over the, your loss. The Lions lost. Mm. You think it's a Lions loss, and also your gambling loss as well. I think interesting. All of us at age 26 have seen so many games, football, basketball. Baseball, hockey, you name it. We've seen thousands of games. To know that no game is truly like over when there's – especially when there's like a half to go or it's like the third quarter and we have people declaring games over down like 10 points. Like it's insane to me. And it happens every single week, like you said. And I think it's more of like just, you know, maybe that's our society. We're quick to cancel things. The cancel, mm. the cancel culture freaks are out there. And that's just more of an overarching problem I think we have. And I get told yeah. often that um, I'm overly positive. It's fine. I can handle that. Um, but I agree with your point. I think it's much more fun You're as a fan positive. in sports. Def- I don't not. see you as an, over- an overly positive guy. Well, someone coined me a nickname for that last week, actually. <laughs> Always positive, Alex, I believe. I've seen you your darkest, darkest <laughs> Alex. Um, but what I was saying, so like, yeah, if you're a huge fan of the team, like, well, I don't understand, like, why do you want the game to be over? Like, what good does it do you to say that? Like, just, you you just you're just so they pissed. They just like, easier. so do you, do you guys turn the TV off? Like, you just realize saying this out loud, how stupid it sounds to say a game's I over. I started flipping. 
I tr- I went to quad box instead of having just the Lions game on. Babin, I expect you to it's, know better. I do. I'm not saying I know. I also – the Bears blew that game. They should Yes, but you've got to remember – With under four timeouts left. Happens in the NFL all the under time. Happens in college sports all the time. I don't in, think it happens in the NFL all the time. Oh, the NFL is like known for teams to come back and like make it a game. That's why it's like the highest percentage of one score results of any sport. <laughs> This is why you just can't yeah. quit. And I've watched the Lions lose games like that so many times. It's like, why can't we do it to them? They're bad. We're good. Let's do it to them. I, just I, I think it has. I think it does have something to do with Evan's theory, where like people get hurt so bad by, especially the Lions out there. They're good. They are good, but people are still like nervous about it that they like they're trying to cope with the loss in the first quarter. And, but it's hip, it doesn't really work if you keep watching the game. Like we're saying, like you're just going to get high again. And be like, oh, we have a chance. And then be like, oh, no, we're definitely losing again. Then you just get more mad because you tricked your brain into thinking that maybe they can come back. It's like, well, what if you just like simply watched the game, digested it, and then when the clock hits zero, you just formed your opinions then? Well, I know that's – but that's boring. I, that's why. Because people want to say like the most loudest thing to get reactions. When so it's like, yeah, they're playing – Jared Goff is looking terrible right now. But maybe he flips a switch in the fourth quarter. It's not fun to say that. It's just like, oh, whatever, dude. We suck right now. <laughs> it's just a wild. I've just been noticing it more and more. And oh, I don't. It's I've, I've been it's saying not, this for a long time. It's very, it's very upsetting. Why people do it, I don't know. Yeah, reactions. But I would like to say once again that people saying that they are doing it just to reverse jinx the game are completely lying to our faces. It is not true, Cody. Not true whatsoever. You are lying. <laughs> You are actually so upset that you think the game is over, and that's okay. But you can admit that, though. I'm not will, falling for your bits. I, I will say for Cody, like, it's not him, too. I saw reverse jinx a thousand times. Yeah, people do. Not a thousand, but a lot on the timeline. And people be like, oh, my reverse jinx worked. It's like, well, it's a cop there's probably 20 times twenty times it hasn't worked. So it's like, I mean, there's no jinxes in sports. No. There's the, and you you're not want- saying the game is over because you have some – underlying thing where you're trying to reverse jinx a game that you're lying you're not trying to do that but i'm also guilty of like thinking it's never over even when it's like probably sometimes clearly clearly over like in a basketball game down 20 points with five minutes left i'm still finding ways to convince myself it's gonna happen no you're not which is depressing because then when you you lose it's it is worse because you know you you really think that you still have a chance Mm -hmm. But I am I'm guilty of that. I pretty much don't for, give up until it it hits zero. Yeah, I, for me it really flipped. I don't know what I was like before, but I remember it flipping when I watched the Vikings come back against the Colts and just being like, "All right, well, I'm pretty sure if I just watched that live and saw what it took, then it's like any game I watch from now on in football, like there's a chance to come back. I would say like not likely, but there's like a chance to do it. Like in Michigan TCU, I never I was like, "All right, gonna." They're going to find a way, even though they're probably going to lose, but you never know. I just sit there when I when my team's doing bad, I just think about a ball call. I just think about the ball being punched out of the other team and being like, that's all we need. Then we're back in this game. Third quarter of the Ravens game, oh. I still was convincing myself of ways that it could happen. I think I texted you guys the ways that it could happen. And I understand it was unlikely, but it's still more fun to think that you have a chance. That's why I watch sports. Early third Early middle third of that game, I was like, "Yeah." I, I kept watching because I wanted to feel how bad it was. Fourth quarter, I was, like, I, was no, I was definitely out of that game, but like, I still believe for as long as I could. Evan, we had a question you wrote on here. Do you still 
hate? That feels like a strong word. Do you still? Yeah, it is a very strong word, but yes. Do you dislike Aiden Hutchinson? I you hate do. Aiden Hutchinson? I, still still? Do. I don't hate him. I said I'm always glad he's on the <laughs> okay. team. However, he's not producing like he should be, and he's getting over hyped in the media for one front-running play that didn't really matter in the game. Well, Did you really mattered. think the Bears were going to go down the field and win? No, but they could have tied it. I, I thought, thought they would. Like, yeah, I thought they'd get up chunk plays. Getting a chance to kick a field goal. I was not worried at all. I thought for sure that game was going to overtime. Twenty seconds I, left. I did. I mean, I watched our, seconds left. I watched him run for Denard twenty yards on third and fifteen. Name. So I don't know. I thought it could happen. You can't tell me you didn't sit there. I mean, you didn't get excited. Well, maybe you weren't actually watching because you were one of the people that said it was over. So I did. I was watching. Grant and I were the it's only two watching. I was watching it. Hard to see in that quad box, Evan. Yeah. Players get a little bit smaller in that quad box. Sure do. Once we got the ball back. You we, probably didn't even know it was Hutchinson. <laughs> it was, I, I was praying it was Jack Campbell. Um, no, but as soon as we got the ball back, we stopped him. As soon as they punted, I turned it back over from the quad box. Also, the Lions fans that were there that were booing, I mean, dude, we're booing, booing in the, the third quarter, a team that's 7-2. and two, <laughs> And has never, has never, the Lions have never been good. Pretty much in most of the people in that stadium's lives, and we are booing them because there's still a quarter and a half left, and they're losing to the Bears. I mean, guys, we're gonna lose to the Bears. <laughs> These are grown oh. men. This is not a college college football. It's just that like everybody was throwing his Ian Hutchinson stats out, but like you watch that game, he was making tackles like 15 yards on the field. Like, is that tackle really worth it? I don't think Aiden Hutchinson had his a great ta- game for what it's his worth. tackle five or six yards. Off the line of scrimmage. That tackle really work. Great game. No, I do. best play. Maybe. I do. I do think it's tough though, and I know it sounds like a broken. Like we've probably had this conversation so many times, and oh, yeah. if, if there's one critique you can make on Holmes, it is like as we get further removed, signing Bruce Irvin is not going to cut it. Like there could have been something done during that, and. May, they'll have to try to figure it out. But, like, if you went down all the other people in the NFL that are – that people, like, expect Hutch to produce, like, they're, like, Robin. You know, if if Hutch is Batman and you look at other defensive edge rushing Batmans, their Robin could probably run laps around our Robin. Is our Robin John Kaminsky and Romeo Aquara? Like, is that the help that Hutchinson has? And I'm not trying to make, like, ridiculous excuses for him, but – I had to remind myself that when you look at the snap counts, like Hutch plays like 90% of snaps and the next DN plays like 20 because they're just a rotating door of people that just, we need bodies. I mean, it's, it's, he's got no help. Lee McNeil leads the team in sacks now. Yeah. And credit to him. He does show up sometimes, but again, like interior pass rush, it's like they can just tight end chip Hutch all the time running back to his side. Like there's really nothing to worry about on the other side. And I also don't, I'm the more I'm seeing reports and videos. I don't know if we're getting James Houston, like back anytime. We're getting star player. (laughs) Darius Leonard. Maybe people were getting up in arms about that. He's injured. He's He's been playing though. He's injured. His performance has dramatically declined ever since he came back from his injury. It's like a Scott Hansen told you that. And their linebacker that replaced him is leading the NFL in tackles. So he don't. Evan really was care. on quad box. Probably had the audio on red zone. For what? What are you talking about? He made it Scott. Wait, Evan, are you? Joke. Evan, can I read you a stat just uh, just to leave you with? Pressures, bro. Pressures. 
pressure. It's not pressure. It's not. It's not pressures. It's not. Exit. <laughs> Lions defensive lineman Ian Hutchinson is the first player in NFL history to log 15 sacks and four picks through two career seasons. He's the first person to brush his teeth left-handed and then instantly wipe his ass left-handed. Like, <laughs> like I don't give a shit. You could find stats stat sheets up. Any any player. Yeah, I'm the first person to go to Chipotle and not have rice. Yeah, so what? <laughs> no, you're the second person, the guy in front of you. True. Those 15 sacks just are like so far. They're very spread out. And we're not getting a consistent like, sack like every week. Correct. Like, like, I'm sitting there stop. watching the Chiefs-Eagles the game last night. And the Eagles are trying to do something on offense. And Chris Jones says, no. Now I get it. <laughs> They're not the same. They're literally not the same human being. But their pass rush, they rushed with four, and Chris Jones got home in two plays in a row. And I was thinking Chris about that. I was freak. like, I get that. But, like, their best pass rusher, our best pass rusher, um, their front four can create pressure. Our front four cannot do that. That's just like the it's Max Crosby Monday night game where we're just watching him deliver plays. And then you just don't really – you just don't see the week in, week out Hutchinson splash plays, which this society is all about oh, flash God. and splash. And I, almost, I almost turned – But we had it this week. I know, but it – When Mark Slareth was just – over Aiden Hutchinson for his hustle, his hustle play when he made a tackle like seven yards on the field. Like he shouldn't be seven yards on the field in the first place because like our what? defensive ends couldn't understand how to play a read option. It's hard. It's a hard offense. Don't don't you, crash you, down. You Make them run it up the middle, and then they wouldn't. It's all about shoulders. And then what? and then well, they would not crash, and Justin Fields just runs past them. No, and then they get seven Alex. yards up the middle because our defense is sometimes the defense. The defensive end and the linebackers, sometimes they're taught that you have to make each other right. So if the defensive end goes down, the linebacker is supposed to fill opposite. Okay? Well, if they're the not fast enough. There, linebacker has to fill in. Our linebackers are not fast enough. Ball nowhere. I don't know if this is a, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. It's also not. I think. Like, sorry, I'm to interrupt, but like Justin Fields is also super athletic. He's probably the second best running quarterback in the NFL. Running back. I mean, I know people are probably – this might be a hot take, but it's one of those games too where I stepped away from it and I was like, we threw three interceptions and we fumbled a kick return and gave up 26 points. As long as the Bears had the ball and they did have some chunk plays that sucked, defense could have – to keep the team under 30 given the circumstances, they did bow up and force some field goals. Like, the defense was not great. It's still a problem, especially against mobile quarterbacks, but, like, the panic of that – like they threw three picks and fumbled a kick return and gave up less than thirty points. No, Grant, not that bad. fire Aaron Glenn, fire Ben Johnson for his questionable play calls, and fire anybody that plays poorly for thirty seconds because that Grant, that is our society these days. We cancel yeah, things and people just being like people. And I know Derek Barnes did come in, but people are just hounding Jack Campbell. The kid's a rookie and had nine tackles. I mean, I know. Yeah, Justin Fields is more athletic to him. Okay, like we're not going to bury a kid. No, no, no. His career is uh, over, actually. The 10th game of his career because he got juked by Justin Fields. All right. Sorry. Our society's broken. It is broken. And penalties aside, I don't care about the penalties. Brian Branch, what a dog. What a football player that kid is. Just out of a rocket when he goes into the backfield. Tough game holding, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, get it. 
three tackles for loss, so he would just blow up dry. I hate that you know, he, about- he puts his mouth guard in the top of his helmet. I can't stand that. Get over that, old man. I just see it, and it's just my OCD gets in the way. It's like, this is annoying. He can't talk with it in his mouth. I know. It just looks stupid. <laughs> um, I think that's a good Lions talk. Huge game on Thursday, really making – I think the Lions, not that we're doing previews really, but I think they're going to curb stomp the Packers on Thanksgiving. I do. Well, I Jordan Love's playing really well after they canceled him earlier this season. Because he, you know why? Because he faced the Chargers, the get right defense. He's not. As someone who's watched a ton of Packers football this year, like a ton. I forgot that you <laughs> watch a lot of games. <laughs> yep. No Just Aaron Jones either. Time. Got my. Yeah. And, they're gonna and AJ Dillon's fat. Fun. But mm. I said this. I, I wrote to Cody McC- I said it's a bye week for the Lions against the Bears. It was not a bye week. And so, uh, I think Cody was pretty upset that you said that. <laughs> Honestly, in the moment when you said it, I was a little upset. (laughs) I mean, it's fine to be disrespectful to NFL teams. It is the NFL. We got to remember that. These are grown men. These are their jobs. Um, College football, NCAA Week 12 takeaways. Washington keeps surviving. I'm sorry to your bees, Evan. That sucked. It did suck. It was a good game, though. I enjoyed watching it. It was a good game. Uh, it rained. You guys, it almost rained too much for my liking. It was dumpy <laughs> in the first half, like bad. I agree. I think for any, I think for anybody all over, like that was a little too much rain. Did you yeah. see the video of the guy the just team? pissing in the concourse? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. the fuck? It was raining too. Dude, much I thought for him like you just had a lot of. I watched it closely and I thought it was like a dude behind him was like spraying a sprinkler hose or something because like I was like, there's no way this <laughs> inserted peeing in the concourse. There's no way. No way. Dude. Watch that video again. It, you could, it kind of looks like it's not in. Did you guys like the um, – I don't know what color to call it. Like the bone numbers on Oregon State, not bright white. I kind of liked it. I was curious your guys' thoughts though. Yeah, the off-white, I guess. I don't mind it. The numbers. I have a shirt that, that's that, that color and Evan Cadmus once told me that what the f- is that? Looks like a sweatshirt. I don't believe you. Yeah. Your Nike yeah, one? That one. Evan told me he doesn't like that because he thought he like thought it was one, actually Evan. dirty. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> yes. think I've ever told you I'll grab it. It's right here. Do like it. you sweat Do through it. your whole thing. I don't think I've ever told I, you that. Yes, I vividly remember. No. Yeah, Evan, when and where? He's been with this trauma. <laughs> that was a Gillen staple. Oh, yeah, that shirt. Yeah, I told you I don't like that yeah, shirt. Yeah, see? I told you. Alex hasn't worn it since. I actually think about it every time I go to grab it. I'm like, no, said, Evan says it a sucks. Sweatshirt. I thought you said a sweatshirt. That's <laughs> it's just a shirt, you. though. Yeah, bad sweatshirt. It's just like that like skin color. Yeah, it's a color. stupid shirt. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> I liked everything Oregon State. I also love that they wrote Beavs here instead of Beavers. That's I like that a little nickname. I enjoyed I watching had going on. Oregon State quite a bit. Except for the outcome. Except I'm a big fan of their what team. Because that's what my head coach. Games? What other games? I was in the car for all the noon slate, so didn't really see too much. I didn't tune into the scum game until the third quarter because I had asked Grant, you know, if it was worth turning my attention to. And big of him to say yes. Game. I expected you to say no. But get in. You told me I need to tune in. <laughs> it was a big game. Good game. 
Chaos. Uh, Georgia Invitational. I saw that text pop up, but that's also Joe Milton. Like I was the yeah. easiest bet. I mean, I could have was hovering around was nine and a half. Happened. It was like Joe Milton, really. And I'm glad the country got to see more clips of him just airmailing people. He that sucks. Was, the start of the year it's that's how i know sometimes like yeah we say some dumb stuff but the fact that he actually got like preseason buzz just shows that there's a lot of casuals and granted i was a michigan fan and you guys saw him play too so like we know how bad he truly well, is see him in the at times we just keep getting back right. to this just, stupid society we have that just makes 10 year long like decisions based on like 15 minutes of actual like work just a crisis. We're yeah. in a crisis mode in the United States. <laughs> um, fix it. That's why the three of us are working. Fun fact. <laughs> fun fact for you guys about this NFL season. Um, where is it? There are currently five undefeated teams remaining. NFL that season. The That's crazy. Wow. College football season. Oh. There are currently five undefeated teams. That is the most undefeated teams Since. heading into the last week of the season in the CFP era. Oh. Thought we were going to get a trivia. 14. I don't know when it happened with BCS. I just know it's never it's happened this many playoffs. That's truly historic Ohio times. State was undefeated. State was undefeated in 2014. They were undefeated going Guys, into the final week. Trivia. This is not a trivia of the last time it happened. We're just talking about the fact well, that they weren't. They lost to Virginia Tech happened. the year they won the national championship. <laughs> You're right. 13. <laughs> um, I have a question. I have an answer. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about um, how we rank the teams. I want to ask a different one, not about ranking them, but personal preference. So you get to choose between the, I believe there's nine teams, I would say, that do not have two losses at the top of the standings. So I will pull them up here and read them off to you. Louisville won. <laughs> what I okay yeah so Georgia we have Georgia through um, Louisville don't count Missouri they have two losses they're not getting in the playoffs so Georgia you know OSU Michigan Washington FSU who do I Texas, want Alabama, as like entertainment factor who is your ideal four with the matchups included for the playoff if you had to pick going ideal into tomorrow. Four. Like who's the most ex- who gets you jazz the colors the magic Georgia storylines. So my one four is going to be Georgia and Oregon. I think that okay color wise you know the red with bright Oregon you got bodacious Brock Bowers two best players in the country maybe Brock Bowers is number one yes. Does it make you nervous? We saw that game like not no. too long ago to start the season, and it was like that a forty-nine point almost blowout. two full years ago. I said what I said last year. Start the year. Let's be honest. Bo no one's on the team. Georgia blew him out. So it doesn't really matter. No one did beat that team. Um, but I think that would be a good uniform matchup. Good players. Oregon's a sound football team, and I have to place them in like the four seed area because that's like where they would get. And then two, three. Um, I'll let you guys give your one four first so I can think about it. I have an idea. Evan, you want me to go or you? You go ahead first. Uh, my one four most exciting. And then this is not realistic. This would be exciting. Um, Alabama would beat Georgia. And with that win against Georgia, they would be considered the one seed. 
even if it's not. Actually, wait, no. It's very tough. There's a lot of matchups I would like. I would do – all right, fine. For the sake of this, to make it somewhat realistic, let's just say Michigan goes undefeated. They will be the one seed playing the uh, – they wouldn't be able to play Oregon. I want to see Michigan versus Oregon. That's the game I want to see. So that is in my playoff. As so we'll put that as the 2-3. Two, two, I think it would be 1-4. It's not going to make sense who the one is. Georgia. Then. But it, whatever. That could be one. Four. No, I want Alabama versus Washington as my. All right, your one four is Michigan, at Michigan, Oregon. But if Oregon beats Washington, they won't be the four seed; they'll be the three seed. But it doesn't matter. I just made I Oregon my four seed. It doesn't matter. If Alabama beats Georgia. You have an argument for them to be the two. But do you have Washington in yours, no. Alex? Right. Oh, you have Washington gonna... and Oregon in your. Four. Yeah, I want them both. Uh... I like both those teams in the playoff. Because Georgia, yeah, I know I what like they are. The teams. I, th- I like their offenses. I mean, two of the top yeah. offenses in the country. I want to change my answer but now. If we're just I, going I could also flat. do Georgia. They have a sexy matchup. I, I could do, I could do Georgia matchup. Washington because I think Washington's kind of like that Ohio State mold last year. So I think Washington could give Georgia a good game with just slinging it around. So if you don't want to Alabama, you don't want to put them in, fine. I can do Georgia. I just think Alabama's more exciting this year because they have a game breaker at quarterback. And they're like flashy, throw the bomb. Like I think they're more exciting. That's all they do is throw the bomb. Garrett has to love Alabama. G has to love Alabama. (laughs) He probably does. He loved Brian Branch last year. He must. He must watch Alabama football. Evan, you're one four. Just give them both, Evan. Both if you got. Well, okay. One of my matchups is going to be Alabama versus Texas. Oh, Evan's a rematch sucker. Classic, Evan. Rematch. Texas, get Texas off my TV. Nope, Texas, Texas is-, is on, baby. Burnt orange. Okay, oh. go back to it was <laughs> the winter of 2009, and Colt McCoy breaks his collarbone in the national championship game, and little Evan almost cried when he had to come out. We know the story. <laughs> you did you go over this every week. You cried for sure. You cried for sure. I almost did. I swear I almost did. I was in disbelief. Like, no, he can't get injured. And when they cut away to the Rose Bowl <laughs> tunnel of him jogging into the locker room, oh, devastating. <laughs> So rematch, to be a rematch of the season, but I sexy colors, and then the other matchup does it have to be uniforms or it can be anything? It's anything. just what you want to see. I just said, I said, I want to see, I want to see Georgia again. I want to see Brock Bowers because he is one of the most dominating players in college football. And then to be honest, I will pick um, either a winner of Ohio State or Michigan. Against because I I don't cheer for the Big Ten and like this whole like March Madness or like oh the bowl games the Big Ten went six and two like I don't give a shit about the Big Ten record like what does it do for me that voice but I do like seeing I do like seeing how like the Big Ten actually stacks up against other opponents as long as as long as Michigan and Ohio State wear their classic uniforms in the big games I think Evan selfishly you're not gonna want to hear I think you'd rather have Michigan for um, entertainment factor because I feel like oh, Kyle, yeah, Kyle yeah, McCord is so much. boring that it's hard for me to put Ohio State in. Even though I don't want Michigan to be in it, but Michigan is I, more I like, exciting to watch. Because I was hate watching the TCU game last year, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Michigan's gonna be in the national championship. My life's gonna be over." I definitely don't want Michigan <laughs> to be there. <laughs> I, JJ would throw some pick sixes and keep it. So. My other matchup is going to be Michigan Alabama because I would love to see. 
Nick Saban just shoving. I do want to down Jimmy's throat. <laughs> and I mean, I would, I would guys, love that. I would love it if, if Alabama played you guys in the playoff and just absolutely you guys and beat you like forty to nothing. It would be, it'd be. I mean, it wouldn't be a highlight of my year, but I would. It'd be good. It'd be good time. I'd enjoy. They it. Almost got. They almost got. Just, they we got took so much hate off. for the Michigan State Alabama playoff loss. So if Michigan then had to go play Alabama, and Michigan's a way better team probably than our team was, and then to get spanked would be great TV. Also, uniform matchup would be pretty Wait. solid. A lot of classic going on. I think the that's, Georgia loss didn't do that for you. That, that you got blown by Georgia. No, that didn't do it for me. That Georgia. Alex, that Michigan State team that was humbling. pretty close to beating. Yeah, but I never thought like Michigan had a would have a chance in that Georgia game. I would assume if Michigan and Alabama was a matchup, that the Michigan fans would be very confident that they would win that game. I'm sure you, Grant, would be pretty confident you would win that game. Against Alabama. Who? Alabama. Confident, no. But like favored. I don't know. I, Alabama's playing like the best football. If you in the set if right you now. set the spread for that game, you personally, Grant, what are you putting it at? Alabama by three. I think it just. I also just love watching Jalen Milrow play football, so that's why I have to put Alabama in because he's electric. I mean, Talia gave us fits and Talia stinks. And he's so Talia. Just like running quarterbacks, not great for Jalen Milrow. Not great for any college team. More than a running quarterback, the dude is a freak. And fun fact: Jalen Milrow is from Houston. It's my guy. Hmm. So is Jalen Hurts. Think Kevin. Oh no. I thought Evan was frozen. Evan, you had your tongue in that position for that long. It was just like <laughs> Nick Saban, Jimmy wild. matchup would be great for the national audience. People would love that. They'd eat that up. Yeah. All right. Let's get into then Jimmy. No, well, not Jimmy versus Ryan Day matchup. The game. Disappointing. That's how excited you hit the game. Yeah. They should do the right thing. Do a one day restraining order. Let him on the they field. They should actually just let Jim come on the field for post-game handshakes. That's it. But he has to be in handcuffs and yeah. <laughs> ankle brace. <laughs> Some people like, are going to take that seriously, Evan. They're going to think you're being honest. No, I'm 100% honest. He can be on the side. What if they if did? He's handcuffed and he has like a ankle monitor and his ankles are also like in that like ankle support or ankle lock. He has to show up. He has to show up on a team bus in handcuffs, and then he gets to go. Uh, him and Connor Stallions have to sit in a booth in the Michigan like press box, solitary confinement with no uh, communication to the outside world. Like they just have to sit there together and watch the game. I think that's fair for everyone. And then he can come on the field for post game. Guy, <laughs> guy at work who's big Buckeye, big Buckeye. He told me today. He's like. Dude, I know for a fact Connor Stallions is going to find his way into that game. He's going to be there. Dude. I love that. He's like just on everyone's mind. Like he's just infiltrated every He He thinks Connor Stallions is a legend. Universe. He's like, dude, there's dude's so, many so crazy. There's so many delusional people out there that it's just it's absurd. Why? Connor Stallions is that nuts that I could see him trying to pull some shit like that. Put on no. a disguise. You couldn't see him doing that, Evan. Yeah. He's a serial killer. <laughs> Chiefs holic. He's he's finding a way. He's robbing FBI bank right now to afford it. His house right now. <laughs> he didn't break <laughs> any real laws. Yes, he did. Well, he might have. Like he might have, but we, I don't know what. He is a psycho. It's a vacuum company. Yeah. It's tax file, um, maybe. 
if 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 the people weren't excited enough for this game, I just want to spend the first you know two minutes of our preview just getting them getting you guys to in the right frame of mind. For How much this better game. Ohio State's offense is than Michigan's? No, Evan. Oh. Not, the 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 big the ten thousand foot view looking oh. down on this game this weekend, the third Saturday in November, a tradition, and we just need You're to know. Hype up the non sports fans. How are they going to watch? Why are they going to watch? They're not. And college football fans, think about this. This is the last year that will the game will ever, ever feel like this. This oh, is history. This I, I is thought it. about this the other day. I was sitting there, and I was like, this is the end of our childhood Big Ten. This is the end of it. It's over. This is, this it. is also the end of a de facto playoff game because next time they'll just uh, both be in the playoffs. So it's just like a warm-up game. They might play – Jack Tuttle might play in this game next year if it's like this. Like, I don't need to win this and game. Michigan's in a crazy to next think. Year. They're going to be so bad. Honestly, so if I was in this shoes – our That's a joke. Michigan Ohio State fans, I would say 50 – I would say 49% of me, let's say it's 2024, and it's Michigan Ohio State. The loser of that game might turn out better than a winner. Because the yeah. loser, most likely, will be hosting a playoff game on campus. Pretty cool. Bob yeah. Not do anything. If you're trying to sell ticket revenue, Evan, but if you're trying to win the playoff, Greg, you might you're trying to, to go buy. to a tailgate. The greatest tailgate of all time in Ann Arbor would be a college football playoff tailgate. Now, you might beat the shit I out of I think this team. Saturday, this Saturday might be the best. This nope. might be the pinnacle. Noon game. It's already downgraded. Noon game sucks. Oh, against two. Uh, so you're saying a college football playoff game against Tulane as the group of five? No, this this game this weekend the tailgate might though. be the game. We live itself, in the moment. The tailgate is well, Grant. You're about to do exactly what we just said. You shouldn't do. You're going to declare this might be the biggest game in the history of the rivalry. The game. It no, is the game. I know that the game is played game. every year, but this game is the game. Is what Grant wants to say to everybody. There's a you could make the argument. I still think one versus two, oh, seven. the juice was huge, but there was no Connor Stallions. There was the bad blood has reached a new level in this rivalry. Michigan is actually punched back. They beat being Ohio State last year legitimized the whole rivalry where it's not a one off. It wasn't a fluke. You have both Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day were asked this week, do you respect the other human as a coach? They just wouldn't answer the question. They just talked about game planning. They most importantly, like, yeah, (laughs) there's only one tunnel. One One tunnel tunnel. in and out. We see what happens when that goes on. (laughs) Yeah, because Michigan State is overrated. Michigan State is full of thugs. So. Alex, you said that you said this the other week. I truly believe that you're only rooting for a tunnel fight yes. just to prove it's not. Yeah, just, I am. <laughs> I am rooting, rooting for a tunnel fight. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm rooting for lots of fights. To, I, I hope it's just to add on to the. I hope it's a WWE wrestling match. To add on to the hype of this game, guys, just so everyone is like getting geared up. I know it's too. You're gonna listen to this Wednesday night, Thursday, whatever. You're Friday. Post Thanksgiving, you're Black Friday shopping. So we have the last time it's ever 
probably going to be a de facto play- championship game because they'll just if this happened they just play each other again and then maybe play each other again in the playoffs. You might play three times in the future. Oh, dude, Michigan State under Jonathan Smith is going to be a wagon. Two, two, with the amount of undefeated teams and good teams, this is not like last year. Last year, Ohio State backdoored in because USC messed up. That's pro- that's not happening. I, maybe I'm too premature to say it. We could get chaos. It feels like the loser of this game is no chance really at the playoff. There is a small chance, but you're not banking on it. There's no hope. You just need some chaos. Louisville winners. You need a lot of chaos. And you're and especially Oregon, for Michigan. Losing resume, this weekend, winning next Their resumes that helps. The resume is nothing if Michigan loses. Maybe Ohio State gets them with if people Jonathan name Smith fine, can but put this the is loser it. of this Big Ten game into the playoff. My coach has that power. Next point. He's even next the point, contract yet, Alex. Ryan Day. Good I coach. think he's a fine coach. I make third base jokes because it is funny. And there actually was a graphic that came out that proved he is the most third base coach of all time. So that was backed up in fact, not just fiction. He inherited but the most talent, a- Evan, just so you're aware, inherited the most talent of any coach in college football. So his, his cupboard wasn't there. So, it's so stupid. But he also didn't take that talent and just lose a bunch of games. Like, he, you know, he's been pretty good. So, born on like second and a half. Basically. But he was on staff. What's your point? The whole staff was intact. It's not like he they hired somebody else in and he was like, this is my program now. Yeah, true. He was in the system. Yeah. But that's like saying Brian Hartline. And he knew, Don, he knew Don Brown's signals, so he helped a lot in 2018 and 2019. So, you got to give him credit for that. It's, it's like saying it's Brian Hartline. But anyways, around, uh, this whole third base. Whatever you th- – Whatever you think about him, there's a large chunk of their fan base or a chunk of their fan base that has their questions about him because he's not he he lost to Michigan two years in a row. That could be crazy, but that's college football. That's how much this game means to legacies. And to go a step further, so if they lose to an interim head coach, Sharon Moore, imagine the headlines Dude. that they'll come out oh, of that game. It's true, Evan. It's true. It sounds like you're a Ryan Day stand, but it's true. People will be questioning him if he I know three to an interim head coach. Big Ohio State fans. Jim Harbaugh is prepping right Day. now. We're going to do call a timeout. That's all he does. Yeah, Jim is coaching That's all week, call. and I'm, he like is actually with the team all the way up until like basically the game starts. Until they get on the bus from the hotel room, Jim's not there. I get it. Sean Moore has to make in-game just, decisions, and people have to talk to him about being a head coach. I get that part. Okay, I get that part. Okay. But it's not like Harbaugh is not even with the team. I, I'm i just saying I'll make my jokes because the, the guy that was crying after Penn State just beat one of the considered best coaches. Win, loser, draw, Sharon Moore is crying. He is one of the best He's coaches in college football. He's going to cry on Saturday. Win, win, win loser, draw. <laughs> that man is crying. Then I'm I'm also not saying that Are you? Ryan Day should lose his job. I'm I know not what saying you're doing, I yeah. think he's a good coach. Oh my gosh! You're, the last time Jim Harbaugh has to coach against Ohio State, he's not even going to be on the sideline. Wow. Correct. That's my uh, next point. Oh, sorry. Are you building in Sheryl Moore being your coach as an excuse? Are you going to do that? If you lose, they're going to be like, "Wow, we didn't have Jim." Like, I think. Yeah, you are. Oh, no, I'll take the are. loss. I'll take the loss. That's tough. I'll take the loss. That's but tough. I do. Alex, what, will you screenshot every single excuse that Michigan fans post on Twitter and Facebook? I don't have the time for that, Evan. But <laughs> I will say this: <laughs> I do think if you had to, if you ask me, Jim's probably worth like five points in a game like this. Five, like just five? That's a five shit seven points. Christ. I think he matters a lot so to JJ McCarthy. 
by 10. 10 to 12 point favorite if Jim Harbaugh's coaching is what oh, you just God. said, Grant. I think it'd be more – I'd feel more comfortable with the line said. being six and a half. Okay, so he's a two – Yeah, so the line the line would be eight and a half right now if he coached. I think that's what, fair. What's the yes. current line? I think three and a half. So he's a five – Might be down to three at some books. Point. You think the line would be eight and a half? That's crazy. I think the head coach in college football matters a lot. I do think I really they do. I do and think I can't they be matter, convinced otherwise. Like, that's like a massive for difference. Some five points. I think J- – I think if you ranked uh, most important people, uh, Michigan's like the, JJ would be one. He'd be worth like a full touchdown, maybe eight points, and then Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim, not having Jim Harbaugh matters. JJ would be way more valuable. JJ ten Blake points. Corum. No, because Corum they won by twenty. Uh, they won by twenty last year without Blake Corum. I watched it. Yeah, but that's when Donovan this Edwards year. wasn't in. Donovan the Edwards portal. actually good last year. Yeah, he's in the portal, <laughs> but he, oh, he, he could easily do that. Out. He could yeah, do that against the backup year. quarterback for Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I think like Jim's worth five. I think Jim's probably worth two and a half, at least a field goal. Just two and a half, Grant. Whatever he brings we don't to the put team. Even numbers like that, whole numbers and gambling. I will five five, five points. Five. That statement just. <laughs> That is a big that that already like tells me everything I need to know that Grant is already saying when they lose by three, if they lose, they could easily win. If Michigan loses by three, they would have won if Jim Harbaugh was coaching. It's a witch hunt, doesn't shouldn't count. Blah blah blah. Not a witch hunt. They're finding more evidence as we speak. I think it could be separated though we're like yeah i under i acknowledge it's their own wrongdoing why he's not there but i do think he impacts the game like five points if he's there and if they lose i'd be like oh i would like to have seen it with five jim harbaugh especially between two undefeated teams in a rivalry okay where, throw out the all right folks. ryan day can't coach i know you love hard oh, line God, they, but- because well ryan day yeah, calls plays this situation Brian Day calls plays. This is totally different. a little different. If you threw Brian Hartline into the fire and throws in the dip in, no, I'm not saying Jim does nothing. I'm not on Evans' side there. I don't. I don't agree. He does not call the, plays, but calling plays call does. Plays the splits. The splits though, plays. like Jim when does not call plays. The, right, but the splits though, when he, when Sharon coaches, it's not like they they snuck out a win against Penn State, and Penn State's good. I'm not snuck saying out a win. Go on. Yeah, that game was pretty easily won. That wasn't sneaky. Like you keep telling yourself, I get it. You're you're the guy that's in the locker room. It's us against the world. You got to give yourself motivation in every way possible. Totally fine. But you did not sneak that game out. The game was not that close. The score might have been considered close. close, but the game never felt that close as a unbiased fan that watched that game. And then you got Maryland. That game you was that up with almost losing to Maryland. And JJ stats, JJ stats with Sharon as head coach. I mean, it could just—it's a small sample size, but did you hear what Danny Cannell said? Much worse. Danny, no. we're caring about Danny Cannell's opinion. You would, Evan, if you heard what he I said. I did not hear what Danny Cannell said. Okay, then I'd like to hear it. He said uh, he thinks that now that JJ doesn't have the signals of the other team's defense, that's why he's struggling so bad. <laughs> did he pick that lineup off? Of like he just wants click, he just wants click. He also said that maybe it's because he's hurt, but he did. He said that first, and he said it, Grant, on one of your favorite he podcasts. Is, he is banged up. He's banged up, but he said he feels great. So I'm taking him for his. So word. he's not banged up then. Well, you're not going to tell people at a press conference that you're banged up. That's just never happened in the history of football. 
Peyton Thorne should have. So every, I, don't just, I would say 95% of college athletes right now are playing hurt. Banged they're up. They're not injured. They're playing hurt. Yeah, I'd probably agree. They're banged yeah. up. Yeah. To the, le- to the level of severity, we don't know. Um, but my last point about the ma- the magnitude of the game, there's a real world, too, where I can see if Michigan wins this game, they rally the troops again, maybe. Maybe that increases the percentage that Harbaugh stays at Michigan by, like, 15%, even if it's just that. 15. Puts it at whatever. I would increase it by 2%. Yeah, I really don't see it. I don't see it right. coming back. I think it's. I think it goes I see a world lower if you guys win it all. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, f- now I definitely don't need to stay. I did everything for this university. Yeah. I think if they win it all, yes, it goes up more. But I think if if you win this game, the the love he'll feel might convince him just to keep doing this. But I can also see it on the flip side, if you lose, the, and then the suspensions come down and people are down on him and it's just not the best news cycle of like you lost to Ohio State when you were a home favorite and you blew your best chance at a title and – uh, 20 years because of scandals you let happen in your own program, you're going to get suspended. The Raiders come with $15 million being like, I don't need to do this NCA stuff. I'll go to the pros. I see it more spiraling that way if they lose. I don't think it'd be like if he loses, he's going to be awake at night and want to get revenge next year. I think it'll be more lose, feels disgraced, suspensions looming, bolt to NFL, and then it kind of leaves the Michigan program in a sour note long term. Not to think too far in the future, but that's the big ramifications I also see from this. I mean... Like a win or a loss in this game can change the future of who stays as head coach. I think the, I wouldn't say it's like fully on the wall, but the writing is partially like scribbled with a pencil on the wall when he didn't get his uh, his extension that we were told was happening, and it's been happening. Blah blah, it's supposed to happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen soon. Don't worry, it'll happen. Hasn't happened. The more that doesn't happen, like the more that time goes on and it hasn't happened, just tells me that you know Jim's probably. Definitely considering his options. And unlike the first couple times, this one feels like he – I mean, he has like more than one reason. It Like the, the old reasons were, oh, I don't like Ward Manual, which good for Jim. I don't like Ward Manual either. But this time, you know, he, he hates the NCAA. They're going to suspend him for an entire season potentially. Like, yeah, why wouldn't he leave? I think he probably leaves anyways no matter what. So might as well win. I could see I could see a world where the win of the Ohio your own audition for that coaching job could also be that too. Um, let's preview just quickly. Do you guys have any thoughts of when Michigan has the ball versus Ohio State's defense? That side of the ball, anything you're really yes. watching when for? Michigan has the ball. One thing, literally <laughs> yep. only one thing. Can Michigan run the ball effectively against Ohio State's supposed stingy run defense? If the answer is yes, should be a breeze for Michigan. I'd expect them to win. If the answer is no, what JJ are we getting? Last two week JJ or like Michigan State JJ? That's that's where I would. Do you think? Do you have confidence in him if they stuff the run? Because last year they really did stuff the run for seventy five percent of the game, eighty percent of the game. Do you have confidence that they can hit those big plays like they did last Roman year? Wilson or playing. do you lean more like Yes. You're comfortable saying that? Yep. I don't yeah, I'd say I would still I'll give the benefit of the doubt to JJ and that he can get it done. 
despite the last two weeks. Yeah. Evan, any thoughts on the O versus D? Um, I won't say the same point as Alex, I guess. You can if you want. We can really emphasize it if that's what you sure gonna. I kind of leave that way. It is the number one thing. Yards per carry. Yards per carry. And then we, Ohio State's it's like got three and a half the number we're looking for. Above that means they're getting it done. You're going to know when watching the game throw. if Michigan's breaking like chunk plays. It's an eye cast, like, yes. You're going to know. Like five, well, six yards. Say, you're like, oh. Last year, it's big plays. Like can Ohio State just make Michigan drive down the length of the field and score? Like Ohio State had that where they, I think they jumped, they tried to jump a route or a whiff tackle on a third down. That whole game last had a long touch on the first big half. place. Really? It was a big place. So I think just make Michigan go down the field. Now, I'm not saying Michigan can't go down the field and score because basically if you get the ball within the five-yard line, Blake Holmes going to run it in. It's basically almost 100% fact. But I'm saying just get down there, and then Michigan is prone over the last couple of years to kick field goals in the red zone. I think that's the best thing, yeah. especially Ohio State being on the road. So I would say limit big plays would be my number one thing if I'm Ohio State. If I can't pick one seven run game. I think for me, I'm going to piggyback off of Alex's, but with a twist, I think after seeing Penn State's pass rush versus Michigan's O-line and what it did to the scheme of the game, that's what I'm looking for early as well. Like Even if they're doing play-action passes against Penn State, they still had guys in the backfield. If Michigan's running okay, but not great. Does the play action pass? Do they have enough time to protect protect JJ to get that 15 to 20 yard chunk play like the Lions do with the Monterey St. Brown to Roman Wilson? Do they have that? Are they able to protect that? Because if not, then you really have to go one dimensional like you get against Penn State where you're like 70%, 65%. And I don't think they can do that. Which I. But I didn't think they I could think do they it against could. Penn State I, either, and they did. So I think they could. I think Ohio Michigan State. Mike, uh, what's his name? Nathan Carter had a couple chunk yeah. run plays. Anytime that we tried to like pass the ball, we just got sacked. There was a couple run chunk plays here and there, but I am curious. I think unless we get surprised though, like which can happen in this game, like what happened last year, but. This is the first time Blake Corm's ever been fully healthy for this game, and he'll be featured in this game. My gut says we would expect a 2021 game as opposed to last year where it's like Hassan Haskins, like five yards of carry type deal, if that's what it's going to be with success. But then again, you never know. Do they have – they're going to have trick plays in store. They're going to have everything on the table for this game. The, a huge key too, I should have led with this, is quarterback runs. To win against Ohio State, JJ has to run, and he's got to be designed runs, not just scrambles. He's got to he's got to run, and he's got to be effective with it. Might need to do some read options and whatnot. You got to throw everything at them. So that's kind of like a smattering of things, but there's a lot to look for on the other side of the ball. What do you guys see? This is an intriguing to me. Ohio State's offense. I'm very curious what this looks like because I've only known explosive quarterbacks from Ohio State. I'm curious what I'm about to get with McCord and the offense they have. What do you guys see the key here, O versus D? Well, I think uh, Mr. Travion Henderson has been heating up lately. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Evans Heisman, scary. former Heisman pick. A year early. I was a year early. Uh, so he, he's kind of balling. <laughs> so he, he'll be a problem. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Michigan – uh, with their front seven, can stop him, contain him. Uh, I think if Travion Henderson is running the ball well, 
that bodes well for play action, which bodes well for the best receiver in the country, which does not bode well for Michigan. So key for Ohio State, run the ball effectively, opens up the pass for Honda McCourt. Um, because, you know, let's be just be completely honest. Kyle McCord is not scaring anybody. Honda McCord. Yeah, Honda McCord. Because Maserati Marv, Honda McCord. Honda Accord. Because he's, you know, he's more of a Honda than a Maserati. I forgot who said that on Twitter, but whoever did, credit to you for that one. Because that is a funny nickname. I'm not going to call him that because I have respect. I well, look like I talked to a person who's an Ohio State fan. He calls him Honda McCord, so I feel like I'm allowed. Um, oh. So, can they run the ball to open up the pass and then. I mean, I know like everybody only talks about Marvin Harrison, but they do have other good receivers as well. So if Buka is sneaky, really, really. If Michigan puts all their attention to Marvin Harrison, I would look for the other Ohio State receivers to uh, to get out in the open. You know, maybe you have like a random JSN Rose Bowl type game for some guy you haven't seen yet. Or if in fact in that game, wasn't that the coming out party of Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yes. Uh, it was a coming out party for Chris Olave. No, the Rose Bowl grant. Marvin Harrison. Yeah, it was Marvin Harrison against Utah. Marvin Harrison Jr.'s like first real game playing. And he scored three touchdowns, I think. I thought that was JSN. No, JSN, JSN went JSN crazy up, in that game. Harrison, but I think Marvin Harrison did too. Oh. I'll look it up. Correct. Well, you guys I thought you were talking about the. I thought you talking. Okay, I got you. I thought you were talking about the Michigan game. That we were thinking of different games. Olave came out in the Michigan. He no, I remember that touchdown as well. As well. But. Yeah. Evan, your thoughts? Alex touched on him. I think in the run game, pass game, there's a couple points that I would like to see. Um, to where it's like the X's and O's. Trayvon Henderson's running the ball well. That means you have to stack more in the box, more one-on-one matchups for your athletes. Um, Will Johnson versus Marvin Harrison Jr., that just gets every NFL scout just like Horny. a little wiggle down there. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I, I would say if you're Will Johnson got day, toasted last weekend, Evan. Huh? I saw it with my eyes. Will Johnson get toasted on a go route? Getting toasted. Well, you're gonna get a couple more. I would say if I'm Ryan Day, I need a fast start for Kyle McCord. So I'm gonna try to dial up as many quick game, quick easy passes to start early and and often. Basically, speed and space. Get the ball out as quick as possible in your hands. That way, defense has to adjust. Now you get yourself more time in the second half for more long developing plays, all the trick plays, all that stuff. Because if you're asking Kyle McCord to be a traditional college quarterback, NFL quarterback, all right, buddy, here's our five-step drop. Make the right read in a hot, the most hostile environment that any Ohio State fan is going to walk into. Um, I just don't think he can do that right now. Now, you look at his stats. I mean, he has better stats than J.J., Stats aren't everything. He's twenty-two and four. Twenty-two. I get that. Twenty-two and four. I mean, he does has elite talent on the offense. So it's basically, can he get the ball to his playmakers fast? And honestly, out of his hands. If I'm Ohio State, I'm. Why not chuck a couple up there to Marvin Harrison see if he can get a PI or something? I mean, or he's going to catch it. Yeah. Like I see no harm in throwing the ball up to him, and not to bring up Michigan State, but when Michigan State played Ohio State and beat them in that weird game with O'Connor and Damian Terry, and they they had the best player probably in the country, Ezekiel Elliott, just didn't give him the ball. So I hope Ohio State doesn't do that where they just don't get their best player the ball in a big game. But it happens because, as we know, coaches are not good at coaching, especially Brian Hartline. 
to. No, that's disrespectful. I hope he doesn't give that the pump up speech this for. week. He's going to. No, percent To me, to me, this comes down. This is going to be the third year in a row where I'm just staring at this trend. And every game, the last two, it's happened where I just say it out loud. In the first half, I'm like, we just can't, we just can't stop the run. We can't stop them. They're going to run all over us. And whatever happens in Ryan Day's brain just turtles and he goes back to throwing. Maybe it's because he had CJ Stroud. That makes a lot of sense. But I truly think it's like, look at, I'm looking at last year, Chip Trainum, a former linebacker filled in to run for them. 14 carries, 83 yards, 5.9 a carry. That's pretty nice. They only ran 29 times. They threw it 31. Now, granted, late in the game, you're, you're down, so you got to throw. I get that. But you got to pound the ball more. 2021, Travion Henderson, 17 for 74, 4.4 a carry. Not as flashy per, but still very effective. Early in the game, they are running all over. They th- pass more than they threw. And they were in that game pretty much the whole entire game until the last few drives. What I'm saying, though, is I do, deep down in my gut, think – that, well, I know Michigan's defensive tackles are the best that I've ever seen. So that leads me to believe I do feel like they can slow down this running attack. Um, and then the the biggest question, like if, if they can slow down the running attack, it solely just comes down to Ohio State's tackles and how they can do against the pass rush of four people from Michigan. If Michigan can get pressure with Jalen Harrell, Derek Moore, Josiah Stewart, this is four pass rushers and the big boys in the middle. They should. I think Ohio State will have a tough time scoring points, which is crazy to say because Ohio State's explosive. Like Alex said, you still, I still fully expect a few like deep balls to Marvin Harrison that you just pull your hair out that you can't do anything because he's better, which is totally fine. And those have happened. That happened last year when they took the lead. They threw a deep ball to Marvin Harrison, caught it, whatever. But when you're looking at the last two years, Ohio State scored 23 points, 27 points. If Michigan can really play their A game defensively and stop the run, I don't think it's out of the question that they could hold Ohio State under 21 points, which feels crazy to say, but I think it's possible. I think it's going to be low scoring in general. The over-under is not super high. It's going to be cold. It's going to feel like winter. So give your prediction, Grant. I mean. That's what all the people really are here for. Hmm. Prediction? Must win, Grant. For the game? Fire on a loss? Where are we at on the radar? Certainly fire on a loss. It's very must very must win. Um, well, before I get the prediction, let me read the Ohio State perspective. Oh. Um, we did get breaking news from uh, Cleary. He did text me in the middle of the show. It's not a very serious text, as you'll see, but uh, we'll Come start on. with Wyatt's. Calls himself a um, State fan. What a fake. Fine. We'll start with Ryan since Wyatt is more, is, uh, more into the game. Ryan said, sorry for the late response. Congrats on the win on Saturday. I already opened the champagne for you. How about them boys in blue? Sharon Moore coaches with too much passion. The irony that he went the full jinx. He went the jinx. Grant, that's it. That right there. Last year, Ryan gave detailed notes. I think Ryan is expecting a loss. I think that tells you the morale Buckeye fans that he's resorting to reverse jinxes in the game. Also, Grant, I thought you were better than reverse jinxing as well. And you tried to do that to me on Sunday. I said fantasy football. That was like a total joke, though. It was the first second. It was a, yeah, it was a second. Right back. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt, throw out the record books, even though they're undefeated. That made me laugh when he said throw out the record books. Like, what's going to happen in the rivalry? 
But I do love that. Throw out all the outside noise, parentheses, mostly from your side. <laughs> it comes down to... T- <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. He said it, it comes down to two things. Listen, people, two things. Who controls up front and who can establish the run better? If both run games get taken away, it will be on the hands of McCarthy and McCord. I need Kyle to be the QB I saw at Notre Dame. So that is why it's two cents. I think he just it just echoes with all the flash, with all the Will Johnson, the NFL scouts, the Marvin Harrison getting worked up. It comes down to the big uglies up front in this game, and it always it, does. In all so, of college football, it comes down to the big uglies. Without them. Well, I'll be honest, though. Now that I think about it, last year it kind of did, but kind of didn't. It really was just a bunch of fluke touchdowns. <laughs> well, <laughs> think okay, back but in general, last year, the national championship is a great against, offensive line. Who swatted away that ball against Stover in the end zone? Mm, like, yes. Like, that One of the best Michigan like, defenders of all time. Everyone was like, touchdown, and then he had it in his hands, and then it was just like a little fingertip. Play at of the, the century. In the, the game. Is... The game. It is going to be the atmosphere. I can't even, ima- I can't even imagine the atmosphere there. I can't Dude, imagine. Alex, I cannot wait to watch it together in a comfortable Yeah, what do we do, Evan? House just trying to think about good this. How do we all sitting there together? Like, let's just be completely honest for the people. We're clearly not rooting for Michigan. Very obvious. It's no, almost right. as if I want Michigan we're Ohio State to lose every single game they play. So, how do we Saturday. keep ourselves calm when we know our Michigan fans are going to be going through it? We probably shouldn't well, you get guys too were, into it. It's the same group basically as last year. You guys were super into yeah, but it. Oh, I didn't do that last year. I was very quiet last year. I just took it in. Evan. Evan and Cody. Go. Buckeye Cody was out in full force. I was. I congratulated all the Michigan fans on their win, and they would not shake my hands because how scummy they are. They would not shake my that hands. That is scumbaggery. I, I shook your hand. I had to have. I might Grant, have if you didn't shake Evan's hand. <laughs> no, they didn't shake my hand because Grant, I said congrats on your win like right when the fourth quarter started, I think. Oh, you're oh, a piece right. of shit, yeah, Evan. The jinxes. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite memory of that whole day was just looking at Ryan on his burner account, adding Jim Knowles in the middle of like the fourth quarter. <laughs> Forgot that was. This game was is unlike anything year. else. I cannot wait. It's a good time. What are you guys' predictions? No, you give oh, yours, I haven't seen mine yet. Yeah, Brad will be disappointed if you don't say 49 to nothing. Defend the wall! I can't. Michigan. <laughs> I think we're looking at... The game. 20... The game. 28-17. In Michigan. the game. The, the, the game. Wow. What a prediction. Grant, who's calling the game? Gus Joel. Gus Joel. Hey, you know what I thought of, guys? Something interesting here. See? You know how I say they block out the M's. Right. But it's called the... Super dumb. The game. They can't even even say that out loud? The gay. It's the gay. The gay. Alex, you can say it. You just can't type it. There, there's the gay. That that whole state, the IQ of that state is super low. I'm telling you right now, it depends on how it may not happen because I'm going to be busy at the Iron Bowl. Also, to talk about prep, I don't want to reveal my plans, but the spin zone I'm about to hit on Saturday if Michigan loses is going to be all time. I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm an Auburn fan. I'm just going to go. Shot Michigan sports Auburn will be full Auburn Iron Bowl nothing. coverage. We are wherever. 
we are wherever. What what other game could have happened today in college football? I'm at the biggest are rivalry in the world. Are you going to be tweeting? It's so. upset. Paint for an Great, you can't watch the game, tweet, and do all that while you're at the Iron Bowl. It's, it's not going to work. No, I probably would do it. The, I probably do it the next no, I'm day saying or you on Sunday when we're flying back. But I pro- probably not. Maybe. If I think service. it's best if you don't because your tweets bother me. Let's just say this. I have at least five bookmarks of Ohio State fans ready to clip if uh, Michigan wins. Not that that's like you're intimidating a, or anything. But I, will be, I will be, I will be chirping. Guy. Yeah, because they, they've just been just running. We already discussed, though, that for the Twitter last is full of those losers. We need to not engage. I know, but there's a lot of them that have high profiles that are All just, right, prediction. They're just Evan, irritating. For the gay. I got Ohio State winning 23-20. That's a barn burner. Low score. Um, I'll go 20-17. Wolverines. That five-point factor of Jim Arbaugh really almost changed me. But. <laughs> I forgot to add that into my thing. Yeah, it would have been 25-17. I think – Actually, Michigan would win. Evans, if game-winning field goal, they would win. Game-winning twenty-three-yard field goal. So basically, a chip shot. I don't love that. It's an extra point. I can't wait. I hope Michigan's kicker misses a field goal. I'm gonna throw up. Just so how good they had the last like four years with Jake Moody. How good they might feel bad for you, Grant, for the fan base entirely. I will not feel. I will not feel bad for the entire fan base. I will let you know. I'll send one text. Yeah, I expect it. I'll probably just send it. I'll probably send it in five one seven crew, and then I'll copy and paste it to degenerate. So where anyone says my name, like respond, like why are you being quiet? I'll just say like, "Correct to Ohio State, better team won today." And then you won't hear from me the rest of the weekend <laughs> until like a lot. Until uh, are you gonna? Oh yeah, no, you'll hear from me, but it'll just be like yeah. rest of the day. Grant, I don't think I've ever asked yeah. you this question. Does it help or hurt that the Lions don't play the Sunday after for you to get over it? Or right, you got to remember, this game usually didn't really matter until about like five, six. Years. Correct. Ohio State would dominate and has dominated this. Well, that's just it mattered, correct, but like you weren't going to have. But to no, every like every, it still was very upsetting. Like when Devin Gardner, the two point conversion they lost, still very like it is all that matters. It's dumb as it is. It's all that matters. Hmm. And now that it's like flipped to this level of toxicity, it's all that matters. It's crazy. It's one. You know what else matters? The lines are eight two, Grant. And the Butler Bulldogs are looking good. not as much as it, but it doesn't matter as much as this game. It doesn't. Nothing matters as much as this game. The game. <laughs> game. Uh, sorry, Evan. To your point, if the Lions are bad, it probably makes it worse. But if they were good, it'd be nice that they played on Sunday this year. It would be nice. But, like, when Michigan lost the K-9 game and we went and watched the Eagles win by 40, that, that just sucks. made everything worse. <laughs> that sucks for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have stayed so, at home. Um, any other – you guys have a final list of candidates. Yes, sir, we do. Football team. Yeah, you guys want the update? As of this yeah. Morning? Yeah, that's what I come here. Light the candle. We gather around every week to hear the updates. Yeah, that no, there will be no lighting of the candle, unless. Okay, well, I'll just just say my piece. Most uh, people die. It's <laughs> between Mike Elko and Jonathan Smith, both coaches. Mike Elko. Both coaches want the job. Both people 
are going to accept said job if offered more than likely. Um, Smith has a huge nose. I can get over that. He's a good offensive guy. Mike Elko is Elmer Fudd. I can't get over it. Um, <laughs> apparently, both were very impressive in their interviews. Both have big plans of how they're going to make Michigan State good again. Jonathan Smith included, like, hiring new I'm going to recruit staff. well and win games. What the fuck are you going to say? Evan, why can't you just, like, for once be like, maybe they'll be good? Like what? What you're you're exactly what we were talking about earlier. What what fun is it to be like? Oh yeah, that guy's gonna suck. <laughs> like what? Just go out and get somebody. They are trying. <laughs> a bunch of well, Malcolm. You're losing the Bears. Mike Elko, that's five and four now. Oh, there's a tweet that I wanted to send to you that Grant sent to me, but I'm not gonna because I know you're not gonna give a shit. You'll just ignore it, even though it's an actual fact. Just completely forget about it and just pretend because just because you don't like how Mike Elko looks. Whatever, that's your prerogative. Send it. No, I'm not not going to. He lost to Virginia. Yes, agreed. Urban Meyer lost three of his last four games at Bowling Green before going to Utah. But hey, Elko's one thing. But Evan, I feel like. With the love for the beeves, I feel like you haven't been as excited about Jones. Yeah, how can you like Oregon State so much the, and then not like their head coach that is making all that? I, I like DJ a second chance because Dabo is an offensive quarterback killer over there, and he was lucky he had Trevor Lawrence and ETN to top five. But Evan, Oregon State is in or, general. But, but Jonathan Smith, I'm. But what Jonathan Smith though? Like what's it? DJ wasn't the problem in Clemson. It, what does this have Clemson to do with DJ though? You're so confusing me. You asked why I like Oregon State so much. And I'm no, like, no, that's not the question. DJ. No, no, no. I was saying, like, I know you do. Why aren't you more excited about Jonathan Smith? Just not a sexy candidate. He hasn't won. Well, Jason Candle is. I mean, sorry. Alex, I, I, Alex, I literally don't like any candidates that we're going to hire. I, I, there I said it. I will not like any candidates besides two people. I would have thought if uh, there's only two Hartline people I would like wasn't like he got eliminated like this. I feel like I feel like you'd come around at some point to Jonathan Smith, but yeah, I can get behind that. It's surprising, surprising to me, I don't that you're there's like not one coach out there. Um, no one there's no yeah. one you can get behind. That that that's the part that blows my mind. There's two. There's two people. There's two people. Heartline and Candle? Urban Meyer. Okay. That's fair. Okay. I thought you. No, you would if you. Oh, you were just saying it wasn't going to happen. Be an absolute idiot, or there are some of them. Oh my god, he, 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 look what he does off the field. Well, we have our own off the field issues, and looks like our AD was trying to fire him, and our stupid board kept him on. And said, "Yep, let's run it," and so our publicity just keeps the university even higher. Yeah, it's just surprising because I, so I, I have texts from you like, in 2020 of you finding ways to like Mel Tucker when we hired him, but you like. Is the jerking off that's Alex, taking you to the point where you just feel like that no matter who we hire, they're just not going to be good? Is that where you're at? Correct. Yes. Because this program, we have 43 scholarship players, 40 scholarship players on roster right now. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's, well, no, that's not expected. That's shitty. But we haven't had a coach. With a coach, that's never going to happen. Anyways. But I think, like, I think the only coach. Urban's the only coach I think where he could get like a bounce out of the team in like year two. Like any candidate besides him, that's like realistic in the scope of real realism. Like even Jonathan Smith's probably gonna stink for like a couple ah, of years. Defined. But stink. I think 
I think there, there's no reason that you can't make a bowl game. All right, make a bowl game, but Which I mean, like, to get to... it still is stinky, Alex. That's six and six. All right, well, I guess Mel Tucker went eleven too. So any any Joe Schmo can actually do that. So maybe it, I'm wrong on that, but unless it's Urban, there's going to be growing. There pains. always there is to, with there, any there coach, even Jimmy Harbaugh. Hate the growing, growing pains. pains. All the shit that we've gone through the last two years. Let it out, Ed. but like, just get off. Your it's, chest I don't think it's fair of you to just be. Like, you're just not even going to give the next guy. The next guy could be this... not not even remotely saying this will. Alex, don't get but me wrong. The next guy Trust could be Mark D'Antonio, and you're going to you're gonna start on this terrible foot with the guy, and you're not going to like him. Then what? Correct. Then it's I'm going to have to be like Evan, remember? Evan, a little naive Evan was all, all happy and didn't really know Michigan State football because we were dealing with John L. Smith. I had to go watch John L. Smith play when I was younger. And then Mark D'Antonio came in. And then we had Martin Turner's high. He brought it down low because he wouldn't fire his assistants. And then Mel Tucker came in. And then now I just don't trust anybody. But that's a, I just don't get how you can't be like, yeah, maybe they'll be good. Maybe they won't, but maybe I get, I, I get not getting duped. Will, but like, I'm not going to be duped by this next coach. There's no way, but you know, at least going into it with a positive attitude. Seems like a decent. I'm not gonna have a positive. Attitude. Fair shot. Anyways, to finish what Wait, I was look at the say. look at the freaking coaching staff that Mel Tucker put together. Yeah, listen, not good. It's really bad. But they positive they'll all be gone. gone. They'll all be gone. They'll all be gone. Yeah, but what the next roster, next coaching staff is just as shitty. We just don't but know why. Why do that to yourself? Why not just give it a chance? But I just think obje- objectively, Evan. Alex, Evan, I mean, it literally fun. next year cannot be worse. Like, it cannot go. Oh, it could. We, we not win a game. Not win a game. Not Why would that game. happen? <laughs> Even because we have a new coaching staff and all the good players are like, you know what? At this, I'm out. We don't have good but, players now. But at the, we're still won a couple games. So like it's it can't I like get Jordan Hall. yeah Jordan Hall I like Jordan Hall yeah there's like three guys I'd keep but Evan what about this L- let's get on this level let's this is a legit thought that I think is fair to explore even if the next coach maybe doesn't hit the D'Antonio high mm. at the bare minimum even if Ray it's high. Lance Leipold maybe it's the wor- the guy you hate the most me shit he's he still knows more about football. And it's pinky than Mel Tucker did in his whole body. and has more common Reed, sense Evan. than Mel Tucker did in general. I think Mel Tucker so knows even, football, but he just freaking absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I From the first time Mel Tucker spoke to the media. The NFL. I just don't I think he's that. a great speaker. He's, but that's Jim like, Harbaugh's not a great speaker to the media. Yeah, but Jim could talk. Mel's first press conference, Grant looked at me and said, like, did you see that? Well, like, Alex, he, he can't speak. The same thing. Nick Sirianni is a scumbag. Good coach, though. Anyways. <laughs> Walt Mel Tucker is a scumbag, too. But bad but, coach. Right, but take the common sense part. Take overall just being a grown man. Like, Leipold, le shit, as you call him, at least, like, has a track record. Granted, not a D1. Now a little bit of D1 with at least one good season where, like, he knows how to, like, coach a really good program consistently. Can't keep his quarterback healthy. Like the bar is so low of like a, a an adult, a grown man running the program of what was there. Like it's it's, it's going to get better. better. It might not be immediate. It may not be to the peak of D'Antonio. It could be if it's the right guy. But 
don't know. I think I like Jonathan. I think Smith. I like Evan, what he this built. Is, this is I mean, important. I, to trust me. I'm going to get behind Jonathan Smith. It's more of a me trust issue with anybody that's going to be calling plays more than. And also, like the cannons weren't sexy. And granted, the cannons weren't sexy when we were in that coaching search, whatever, three years ago. But I mean, Luke Fickle was sexy at that time, and I could get behind Luke Fickle. But it's not Luke Fickle's not sexy, dude. Doing. He was at the time the coaching search was at the time. I'm saying right now. Well, Luke Fickle shot himself in the foot when he decided to change the offense at Wisconsin. Matt Campbell was sexy, and he didn't. It's he's just not sexy a- anymore. It's just a crazy sport, though. Like you could, you could make a legit argument right now that Lincoln Riley is kind of fraudulent in some aspects. But like, he'd be awesome to hire by a lot of people at Michigan State, and it could go bad. I just think I understand your point of the trust issues. You have every right to do that, but I think just try to keep it back in your mind. Like it's, it's gonna be better. Well, I guess one of the things is I was like, might as well Dang. have it go bad with like a sexy candidate. No, because we don't. We can't have it go bad. Start, like, because if you have like. Good candidate you're higher that's like tier A. And it goes bad. Okay, we can fall down to tier B and still hire somebody else in the next section. We hire tier B and it goes bad. The next person we're hiring is like tier C level. So you're saying the candidates we have are tier B? I would say they're B candidates. Well, I, at best. B at, at best. B if you go through the top twenty five of the current rankings and you go through and you Liberty's in there, Alex. Are you hiring Jamie? Listen Cadwell? to me for a second. And you, and you cross out people that are like untouchable. Like you never have a chance at, and then you cross out people that just aren't like a fit. Do, do you, Jonathan Smith is, is one of, is an A tier candidate. He has a top 15. No beer B. It's not to 15 anymore. What is it? What are they ranked now? 17. Might be 18. Either way, like a top 25 coach in the current rankings, power five, that is considered an A-tier candidate. Texas A&M wants Mike Elko, and they're a top five job in the country. And you just – Elko's going to go to A&M. My point is if they want him and they're – Yeah, Urban. Urban. Well, maybe not Urban. The point is, Evan. I just don't – I just don't – For this cycle, they're they're – they are the top tier of candidates besides guys that are like unreachable. I can't get behind Jonathan Smith because he is an offensive guy. I can get behind that. All right. I do like that. The quarterback guy. He's one transfer quarterback away. He'll take a reclamation project. Also, I have one, one more fun fact. Mel Tucker was a part of like LSU, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. He was never on a staff where he had to rebuild or was a part of a rebuild, other than Colorado, which they blew at. They were five and seven. We got excited about a five and seven head coach. Okay. And we're getting excited crazy. about a seven and five head coach in Mike Elko. Uh he's had two seasons. Your point's not Yeah, Evan, I have a point. Duke is the one of the worst college football jobs in America, and he made them winners. They're not relevant. They're not good. They are bad. They are not good. They're on their They're third string issue. quarterback. You have no facts. You just spew. You just spew stuff because you don't think Mike Elko is an attractive man, and that's the fact. Excuses for him. What you're making excuses I'm not. for him for this year of trying to. I he's in year two. No, their team is of not good. The one of the worst programs in America, and he should have beat Florida State. Riley Leonard didn't come back in that game. They should have beat Notre Dame. Shoulda, woulda, coulda is why. Hey, buddy. Why didn't he do something about it? Listen to this he's one. The coach of the football team. 
Michigan State's last like 10 games against top 25 teams, we we lose by an average of 35 points. Being in one of those games is an upgrade. That's going to continue no matter who our head coach is the next three years because this program is doomed. Then don't be a fan. I already told you. I already changed my roster. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> roster? I changed my roster for the teams I'm cheering for. Michigan State football is not on anymore because it doesn't matter. Well, you can't root for Oregon State anymore either because they're not in the Power that. Five. I don't want to hear that. Actually, they are. Where? Washington State and Oregon State are going to be in the Pac-12. Still. <laughs> Just the two of them. Correct. Just the two. Well, that'll be an exciting championship game and nine weeks of them playing <laughs> each other over and over and over again. Correct. Or Washington State's going to play Washington for the next two just, years. I don't need you to like Three years. the next coach, but you know you could have an open mind about him and like think maybe it'll get better. Then you. That's not true. <laughs> I'm going to give them a chance, and I think that the, our candidates it's our true program builders, and I don't think that's like a crime to have. How can you say that? Antonio wasn't a sexy hire. How can I say it? How are you going to say they're program builders? They're program builders. Uh, I can, Evan, because they inherited dog shit and they made continue success over their tenures. They got success for two years. You know who had success for two years? A program builder in Bottle Tucker. He did not have success for two years. He had success for one fluke season. You know who's a program builder? Is Jason Candle. He's a program builder. Look how long he's been there. Program builders, you have to bend there. Jason Candle is a program seven. builder, a program and I can builder. get behind him if we hired him, but he also is Michael doing Elko's it. Michael not a program builder. He he moves around every single freaking three years. Jason Candle is in the MAC, and you're the one that says that Power 5 matters to you. <laughs> so. No, I never said that. Well, Lance Leipold's uh, resume doesn't matter because he was not in a Power 5 head coaching job is what you said. I'd say higher sexy, off the radar. Which is more likely a dumpster fire. Brian Hartline. Yeah, a dumpster fire. That's fine. How do you know it's a dumpster fire? What's your – you still – I'm not arguing about this point. I just think at least – Cheers for being five and seven in the Big Ten for the next 15 years. <laughs> Merry Christmas. No. Monica. No. I would like to see Hartline just for the pure spectacle of the podcast. It would be the most – I would root for him. Because that's what a real, you know, Michigan State fan would do, Evan, is they just root for whoever the coach is going to probably cheer until they are like, well, they stink. Doesn't benefit anybody to as like, someone be who bad. who's as someone who's boycotted. I do get fans fan in different ways. They can pull their tickets. They can do whatever. Like I get it. It's being a fan. But this whoever the whoever the like, head I'm coach is. My whole point is they haven't even been a part of Michigan State yet, and Evan already hates them. That's that's well. He doesn't hate pretty him. much. He, if it was Lance Leipold, he actually hates the him. state of our program. He I, yeah, it's more Evan. Oh. If you read between the lines, Evan is more frustrated. But takes at where it it's out on, to, the, on the candidates, he, he, as it should. Well, yeah, because what is he going to come on here? Well, I guess he could come on and just like, hate the get board. Mad at yeah, the they board suck. of trustees, but that's pretty boring. But yeah, I you guess. could blame Alan Haller, I guess, but like I don't think he's doing a bad job. He tried to remove Mel Tucker from the situation. I'm and the big supporter like, no, of Alan Haller, so but I'm a big supporter of I'm Michigan a big State supporter in general. Too. He's Not made good board. hires in all the other sports. The board's for ruining this university in more ways than one. The good the good part is we should probably have a decision on this. We'll know next by week. Monday or Tuesday.
Well, wow. be a press conference Monday or Tuesday. And then, then we can really crazy. see, you know, because, you know, what's going to happen. We're going to hire a coach. And Evan might say he's not a fan anymore, but he definitely is. And he'll do some research and maybe he'll convince himself that they'll be okay. I'm going to have to freaking watch YouTube another highlights. coach on the sideline wearing a poncho. It's going to be disgusting. I get it. Mike Helko's fat. It's not great to have a fat coach. No one likes fat coaches, but there's some good fat coaches out there. They can know Andy, Andy Reid. Name him. Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid. Reed. He's in the NFL. He's fat. What's your point? He's in the NFL. Mm. College, Alex. Ed O. No. That's not a good answer, Grant. But a title, Evan. And Oh, my God, dude. These died so fast. I'm trying to think Rapid of bad coaches, and I'm actually struggling. I'm actually I don't struggling. even know. I don't even know. Oh, that. Oh, that. All right. Cheers to episode was it 142. To Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Heller getting the hockey hire correct because they're a wagon now. Hockey school. Um, to Thanksgiving.